Hey everybody, you are listening to the all-new Anti-Fanboy Podcast for the week of 10-25, I guess we'll say. It's Monday, 2021. How y'all doing? My name's Devin Kopeck, Dune Boy Devin Kopeck. Hey, resident Dune Boy Chris Galanti speaking out here. Uh, love the sand, love the spice, give me more. Oh, and here's your brand new to the crew, Dune Hound himself, Steve O'Teary. How you doing? <laughs> Woo! Way to start Dunecast. How you guys like sand? You know who doesn't like sand? That old Anakin Skywalker from the <laughs> oh, Star Wars <laughs> universe. Let me nobody tell you tell Nobody tell him about Dune or Arrakis. I, he would freak the fuck He's out. He's like, blow the this, blow this sand <laughs> out of here. Turn it into a fucking mini mall. <laughs> Pave over paradise. Pave over paradise, baby. Uh, John Suarez is here this episode. Uh, He just told us to get started with Adam because he's got to take the kid out for a drive. He said, wink, wink, if you know what that means. Uh, It means toss that baby out the window. That's true. And he's a dirty doom boy, too. So he's going to. Oh, boy. He's going to dig the dirt with us. So, like, I think I think John's just trying to recreate the coolest Halloween costume, which is the hereditary costume. Oh, God. With that. Oh, you mean her brother? Oh, he's yeah. going for a drive. He's going to be like, don't look out the window, kid. <laughs> yeah. Duh. These kids are always doing the opposite of what their parents say. So. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, got him. That's all he said. Got him, got him, need him. Got him, boy. Um, so Steve, you got so, a curse for us? I got a curse, but I'm I'm recovering from, from getting my booster this week. Ooh, curse COVID. So uh, we're going to... We're going to make this one. This is the last one, but it's the easiest one to do because I, lo- yeah, I looked I it up. Not. Yeah, I guess it's not. just an incantation. I just I was so stupid. Dude, there's just incantations to, to fucking summon ghosts. Mm. Oh, so, it, are you going to be speaking with the word, though? Or are you going to be using the voice? Pretty much. So essentially, based on this, based on this write up I found on this, there's a fucking just a wiki out there of just incantations, you could say. Not surprised. Uh, cause it's, okay. So here's the stupid thing. I've been speaking English the entire time to the ghosts, dude. There's like a whole like fucking ghost realm and they don't speak English when what you're there. What the fuck there. do they speak? Dude, there's like a whole ghost language. So here's the thing. Okay. Boo, boo, here's, the, boo. Here's, the, here's the thing. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the ghost, the ghost command is it's called. <laughs> and here's the thing. Whenever you say the ghost command, you are 100% guaranteed a response i am the ghost commander all you motherfuckers better bow down is that it easier than that dude really you guys ready to get you guys ready to get curse this podcast sure yes please all right hold on oh, oh. God. <laughs> sorry i was just finishing up my ginger ale ginger ale all right okay you guys with me on this one yeah because we kind of uh, all have to be bonded by this all right so i'm gonna say, the command. say it do we all have to say it or just you? No, here's the thing. I'm yeah, just going to say it. I'm going to say it, but I know it's going to probably channel out to you guys and it's going to be the ghost speaking through you. Whoa. The the, the response, because it, it's kind of like a callback or like a call out thing where it's like response, okay. call out, response, call out. So I see you guys ready. Yeah, let's do it's, it. It's easy. Here we go. All right. Ready? Hold on. I got to roll my eyes back into my head. And stay, get in the <laughs> yeah, that's there. really important, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled my dick around my butt. So that's the same thing. 
it's the same thing. That's Wait, the same he, just thing. Rolled, he just he just kind of hot dog rolled it. Dude, yeah. he treats side his butt. Side. He treats his dick and his butt like they're cinnamon <laughs> rolls. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for the command? <laughs> Christ, yeah. Sure. Hey, here we go. Shit! <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, there, oh, there's the ghost! Oh, oh there, there's the ghost! There right, it is. Ghost, you ready? One more. Okay, ready? Yeah. One more time. Shit! Oh, there, there. That's the ghost! I have the overwhelming urge to do hold heroin. On, hold now. on, wait. I think I'm hearing one. I think I'm here. <laughs> oh. oh crap! Oh, no, dude, that's a bad one. Shit! Shit! Oh, man. Is that the Jason Voorhees Zoomer? <laughs> just pops out and says, sheesh. You know, I'll be honest. Is it fucked up to, like, acknowledge mm-hmm. that if, like, Jason Voorhees was, like, a Zoomer, like a baby Zoomer, that he'd have a really popular TikTok? Oh, dude, guaranteed. He'd be doing dude those, goes like, to camp. those Holocaust <laughs> things where he pretends that he's someone surviving the Holocaust. he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. This is what he would be like. <laughs> this is what it's like. It's either, it's either he's, yeah, he's on one fence or the other. Myers would have a terrible, Freddie, oh my, Freddie's the, oh, Freddy's star. the star. Freddie's the YouTube Freddy's star that you star. find out that somebody cancels him. <laughs> and then he, oh, then they, his they response is his to history? become a dream demon. They'll be like, hey, Fred. We 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 looked up some stuff. You're canceled, buddy. Fred, we read we read some old DMs and some tweets. What? Oh, come on, bitch! God damn it! You can't, bitch. Call, you can't call everybody a bitch, Fred. It's What's just the that nomenclature. No, no. Hold on, that's the only reason. That's canceled. the only reason. Nothing else. <laughs> Why well, can't call these bitches bitches? Oh, Fred, that's some 1983 <laughs> bullshit you're doing he, there. He bud. quits because of that. Yeah. Like I, I can't out. call This is in America. I'm out. Well, I think I think what happened was there's the scene they, they somebody unearths an old clip where he says, "Ooh, how sweet dark meat," and they're like, "What the fuck, Fred? <laughs> oh, Fred!" And he's like, Ooh, oh, just, just, "Just listen to me here. Oh, oh, I've turned these kids into meatballs before. I'm, I ate them. <laughs> I'm opening the options on the menu. <laughs> Are you saying there's only two races, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just look like meatballs to me. Look, all I'm saying is we shouldn't teach kids critical race theory. Oh, fuck. <laughs> And then he just lights himself on fire. Local janitor. <laughs> Local janitor lights himself on fire. Self on fire hates children of and color. Can you speak about your dumb knife claw? It's not dumb. It's cool. Buy a sword. What? Dude, I don't know, man. All right, who's the who's the only killer that would be this? Michael person? Myers would have a terrible social. He would, actually, but he wouldn't get he, canceled. What if, he's, what if he's really funny? Like, he only tweets. He never speaks, but he just has killer tweets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, his retweet game is sick. That's he's constantly he doing He's constantly doing DN tweets. Do you yeah, guys like, people watch? <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> hey, you, uh, hey, Chris, you ever go down to DN to do people watching? <laughs> and you're always like, "Where's what's DN? And you're like, "These nuts. <laughs> Fucking Mike, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's dabbing. And you're like, yeah. I can't help but love it. Can't help but love that. Why is he? He's hey, uh, Devin, yeah. are you going to suck on later? What? What? You going to suck on this year? No, what what suck am I going to Like a Jolly Rancher? <laughs> going to suck on these nuts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I get it, Mike. I gotta go murder someone. You know, he's on TikTok cringe. He, that, he's on that. That's where he's at. He Jace does the backyard Olympics. 
Oh, dude, he's always doing that. He's always doing What was that again? <laughs> was there them on, like, milk crates or shit? Climbing crates Fuck in it. a backyard somewhere. That's... <laughs> That's what killed Jason. And his mom's like, no, no backyard Olympics, Jason. I'm going to kill everyone who did the backyard Olympics. <laughs> I don't blame her then. Uh, She's 21. You're fucking weird killer origins. You know, you know who'd be like a Karen in Jason's mom? Oh, no, Jason's mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Fred's you, mom is just, you feel bad for her. You fucking, you camp counselors were too busy going to Starbucks for your pumpkin lattes and not <laughs> watching my boy drown in a lake. Wait, not helping? I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> I just like killing people. Also, I think he shouldn't have a mask in school. All the bad, all the bad <laughs> O2 is going back You know what? Body. I feel like you know, Freddy's a total anti-masker for sure. Oh, 100%. I think Mike and Jason are okay with it. I mean, Mike, they wear masks. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They understand. Freddy's like, well, this is, this is horse shit. Fucking well, like, Leatherface makes his own. Oh, yeah, Leatherface. That, <laughs> dude, that dude's got an Etsy. He's committed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an Etsy. <laughs> uh, you know, Mike, Meyer, Mike Myers probably has one, too. The comedian of the uh, oh yeah smashing. yeah by Leatherface yeah, okay. would, just, would be just posting recipes on his Twitter. So constantly. since we're still since we're still waiting for John, uh, I did watch Halloween Kills. I watched oh, Halloween cool. 2018, Halloween yeah. Kills, and then after watching Halloween Kills, I watched Halloween Two, and then fuck it, Halloween Three, just so I could just shit okay. on just everything, do a bunch of it. Um, I really liked Halloween 2018. I think that's a really good kind of like soft reboot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I so think really, it's really fun. It's like really it really has like a lot of respect for like the original. And it had like uh, a cool, believable end that you'd yeah. be like, oh wow, that's interesting. I never really thought of that. Trapping Mike in the basement like that. That's pretty neat. And like even then, like he he never like fucking like flinches. Like him just yeah. like standing in that fiery basement, like looking up at them. I'm like, that's fucking ghoulish. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh Halloween Kills has some amazing kills. Oh, it does, doesn't it? That is a that is a dumb as dick movie, though. (laughs) It's pretty stupid. (laughs) And the thing is, it it doesn't feel like they wrote Michael Myers. It felt like they wrote Jason into that movie. A little, yeah, I could see that. But the thing is, it's a lot of fun. It's stupid. It is. I I don't know if I can go back and see it again because like. The majority of that movie, I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, evil dies tonight. And it's like, I, I get it. You're beating me over the head with now, this, now, 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 Steve, do you think that was satire? Or do you think that's just bad writing? Um. So they're definitely trying to say something sure. about mob mentality. And and get, like getting whipped up over stuff. Mm-hmm. But like it's all over the place on like where it stands on that. Yeah. Right. Because it's true. like, wait, is this are you pro this? Oh no, you're against this. Oh, you're you're okay, you're against it, but like you hmm. Well, here's the deal. I think there is two scenes in each of the films that are so bad that it almost it almost ruins the first movie and the second movie. Like I don't think the second movie is necessarily bad. I'm a little easier on Halloween on horror movies, like we all are. So are you right. talking about Halloween, the Halloween kills, Halloween, oh, Halloween kills, kills okay. Halloween kills is fun. 
I can't hate it because the kills are amazing. It's really hard for me to hate. I that think movie. like I think okay. So the, my favorite my favorite kills in that movie are one that fucking firefighter scene. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. Like they kind of give away too much almost in the trailers they showed. They do. But also that's the reason why I watched that movie. Exactly. Uh, but like, yeah, the scene where like, cause he's like standing in the doorway and like, he kind of does like the Brock Lesnar, like shoulder they pump. They have to fight him. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> they're like, okay, that, I guess so we'll get axes up boys. At the end of that movie. Uh, so spoilers for Halloween kills, but don't worry. Like fucking, it's Everybody's not, I'm not, I'm not showing you the violence, yeah, which yeah, is like yeah. why you're seeing these movies. Exactly. Like at the end of that movie, it's just like a bunch of dudes try to do the same thing. The firefighters did to Jason or to <laughs> yeah. Michael. Yeah. Well, they're slightly and it's better. like, they have no chance, dude, a bunch of firefighters can't beat Michael Myers. Yeah. What the no. fuck do these crumb bum fucking boomers <laughs> have against? Right. Michael? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, there's, there's a scene in kills. Like, like there's a scene in Halloween 2018 with mm. the doctor, the obsessive doctor, and oh. I think it's terrible. It's, Dude, the second I saw that, I knew exactly it was the same. Yeah, yeah that, it, it's, it's pretty it's, obvious. It's, you know? it's very like, dumb, and you're so like, stupid. Now, okay. the equivalent scene in Halloween Kills is them chasing the other mental patient. Mm. Like that is terrible. It's and it takes all the wind and air out of the film and makes it just like a mess. At yeah, that point, like, like a, okay, like so erratic mess. The the thing that would have made the idea of like a big hospital like stampede riot mess would be if fucking Michael Myers showed up at the hospital and right. everybody was trying to run away right. from him. Right. This like other, it felt like a, like another film. How many <laughs> times am I going to see? Guy. How many times am I going to see a doctor shove uh the the mom? Not Laurie. Karen, I think her name is. Yeah. You're talking about Judy Greer. Judy yeah. Greer. Judy Greer down a stairwell. <laughs> like that happens to her like three times in that scene. And I'm like, That's fucking, funny. I get it guys. It's just them <laughs> running upstairs. Like that. Yeah. There's so much of that in that. I was like, this is so stupid. Like really the, the saddest part of that scene is when that fucking poor mayor and his dumb cowboy hat. That's like stomped <laughs> on, on the floor. He's like, Oh damn it. I guess that's the illusion to me for January 6th. Remember that like one lone black police officer that was like defending himself against all of the protesters. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that kind of reminded me a little of that. Like he's just seemed so broken and he just realized that like society is broken and (laughs) it's just pure chaos. It's, it's wild to watch that scene knowing that they filmed it before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, is like, she keeps alluding to black lives matter. I saw that interview and I was like, I don't don't think that's, I don't think that's it. (laughs) That's the one you're touching on. Yeah. That's that's not really. I mean, great. It's a lot like she was like, Oh, it's the January 6th stuff. Cause they shot it a year before all that stuff happened. But, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know but also, if, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say they did confirm that the sequel, there is going to be a time jump. Yeah. Like yeah. Cause I'm year um, time jump. Their, their, their original ending for this movie was going to be Judy Greer calling Laurie Strode from Michael Myers sister's room and her being like, we got him. We got him. And then Michael fucking killing her over the phone. And then Michael picking up the phone and just breathing into it like he did in the original John Carpenter movie. And Laurie being like, fuck, and like grabbing a knife and like marching out of the hospital. 
but they cut it because they were like, well, if they're doing, if we're doing a time jump, we don't want to make it seem like she's going straight from the same night still into more same night stuff. Yeah. Mm. I just think it's, uh, well, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because I kind of wanted Laurie Strode to and him to have this climactic crazy person battle on top. That's of what the they're possible. saving for the. That's what they're saving for the last one. I guess you know, you're right. I guess you you're know right. they're going to kill each other. Yeah, that's what I want. Like that's they're, the, they're the going to go to the old Acme factory and the fucking. <laughs> they're going to go to the monster factory in Jersey <laughs> and wrestle. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a cage match. Whoever escapes the cage wins, dude. Yeah, um, yeah I, I got that impression. His fingers too. got you got that off. impression of the wrestling match. I got the impression that is the showdown coming. Uh, That's the, the my favorite point. kill in Halloween Kills, though, is the scene the the old couple drone. Oh man, because yeah. it's like yeah. they're doing their little stuff, and <laughs> then he opens the bathroom, and Michael's just standing there, and he's like, "There's some big guy with a monster mask," <laughs> and then yeah. he's just like. Burst through a window or something. Well, he yeah, breaks. Yeah. What I love about that scene is in the bathroom, and he immediately breaks the light as soon as he turns it on. Yeah, and he smashes it, and that scared the shit out of me in the theater. Like, what <laughs> that'd the be, fuck? That'd He's be like, so scary that if that was if that actually happened. Like, you open the door. And some dude in a fucking Halloween mask shatters a light because he's like, oh, and There's you're a like big what? dude with a monster mask in there. And he yeah. just shattered my light. Yeah. Well, but like actually, he bursts through the wall and then just starts like ramming the dude's head into like <laughs> a pillar, uh, grabs a fucking fluorescent tube, breaks it, jams it into like the wife's neck. Yeah. She's she not dead. She's just down and mm-hmm. watching as Michael is testing out all of their kitchen knives <laughs> to find the one he wants to make his murder weapon for the night. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause he's like, just, he like looks at the knife goes no. And then stabs it into the dude's back. And she's watching this with her last breath. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, so brutal. It's so brutal, but it's like, I, I mm. I'd say it, the thing, it's a short kill, but it really got under my skin. It's when he stabbed the doctor in the eye and his eye rolled back into his head. Oh, and he's like shuddering in the car. That shit. It's just, it's brutal. It's quick. It's, and you know, have you noticed Mike is so fast in this movie? Like he's just sort of ambushes people. And I, I, I guess there are other movies he does that in, but it just feels so like he's moving so quick in this. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, he, he's, he's, they don't. He's he's not looking. You're not looking at him, but he's full on sprinting when he's not on camera. Right, right. He's gonna hit his cool. mark. Like that that scene in the beginning with the cops, like him just running into that cop. Oh, are you like talking about the um force? the the flashback? Yeah. To the... yes. Okay, so here's the thing. I love and hate that stuff. Yeah. I think it's stuff. so cool how accurately they kind of mimic that first movie. And yo, holy. F- okay, so I guess another spoiler, but also not really fucking the Loomis cameo in that? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's not CGI. Nope, all makeup. That's all prosthetic makeups on just a dude who looks like Sam Loomis. Yep, that's awesome. That's mind-blowing. Because he's like, Michael, you killed again! (laughs) (laughs) And they say he's coming back. He's going to be in the next one. That's Good! I want to see more fucking fake Donald Pleasance. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is, it's like, none of that stuff was important like whatsoever cop cop shooting other cop and them covering up because you gotta show that the cops a little bad (laughs) like this just goes in tow with the fucking mob mentality thing so it's like 
if Jamie Lee Curtis is like, this is based on black lives matter. It's like, what side of this are you on movie? Yeah. If you're trying to make a political stance, you're too dumb to make this political stance movie. Just be a Halloween movie. I think they overcomplicated it. Really? That's the core issue with most of the bad Halloween sequels. But I, I don't think they overcomplicated how Michael acts and moves and kills. Like that's still pure in kills. Like, I yeah. Think like it still works. They, they do a real good, jo- real good job. Just being like, he is a force of fucking nature. Right. Right. Um, so after I watched this, I was like, well, I got to rewatch Halloween too. Cause that's the thing. Cause it's like in my head, I'm like the structure of Halloween two makes so much more sense. If you were going to do this movie where it's just like, yeah, they are going to go to the hospital. Oh yeah, exactly. I kind of was expecting that. Maybe that's why they wanted to avert the expectation of Mike just showing up at the hospital and hunting Laurie down Uh, because that is two. That's, that's all two is really right. Like he just kills everybody around her and then he lights, she lights her him on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and Loomis gets lit on fire too, right? (laughs) Hospital Mike. But yeah, the, the only thing I don't like in Halloween two is the sister stuff. Yeah. Like it really. See, now that is where I feel like the Halloween soft reboot really did its job. Well, it cut out all the bullshit. Yeah. And and centered the story on Michael Myers just being a crazy weirdo who kills people. Like that's there's a, lot, there's a lot of good nuance in that 2018 one where like I think Devin brought that up where it's like there's there's the scene in uh that one where the kids just like he killed three people. Like Yeah, that's great. We have like fucking mass shootings every week that kill like dozens and dozens. Uh-oh. Which oh, is really yep. cool. Can you hear Wait, me? That's cool. Oh, yeah. You we lost you for a, a second. I think uh, it's the they, ghost. They demystified Michael in yeah. 2018. Yeah. They made and then him... granted, he, sh- he showed up and then murdered everybody. Which is fine. <laughs> sure. It's well, that's the what... thing. Like, they weren't expecting it as much now. You know, they didn't. They thought Mike was a softie. He's not. <laughs> he's fucking soft. No. I would say he's the opposite of that. He was going to try and stab <laughs> him in an alley. <laughs> Idiots. Good plan, guys. One guy with a gun. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, I forgot he got his fingers blown off in the 2018 one. Yeah. No, I thought they were cut off, weren't they? She, she bit no, him. No, she off. shoots him with a shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah. She shoots him with a shotgun. Shoots him with a shotgun. When she's got her fucking. Because I think that's technically why he's in the old people's bathroom because he's bandaging up his hand. Cool. I thought he bandaged up his hand during the fire. Story because he, like, com- he comes out with like bandages. Oh, well, maybe I don't know. Could be busy, man. Just imagine like sitting in the fire, being like, "Fucking hurry up, hurry up, hurry up." <laughs> I also, I do. I mean, again, it's it's hilarious uh, and cool. Just like when that firefighter falls, and then he he's just hiding in the gun cabinet. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Fucking great, man. Great kills. Dude, great kills. Sick. Halloween Sick kills. Watch it for the kills. That's Maybe the best, some of the best in the series, really. If yeah. you really want to be honest. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a fuck. Uh movie, not great. Kills. Not great. Not great. Thumbs up. Good gore. Got some good gore in that exactly gore movie. Gore, dude. I loved it. And you're not watching that movie. You're not watching that movie for the fucking for the nuance. 
No. You're watching a movie for the gore because you're a little gore slut. You're a little gore hound, aren't you? You're a little gore pig. Oink for me, uh, gore pig. Gore whore. So is uh, is Halloween three still the snooty pick for best Halloween movie? <laughs> no, Halloween. <laughs> the first honest. Halloween's still the best one. Halloween three is the fucking weirdest one because I watched yeah. that after I watched Halloween two because I'm like, fuck it. I never watched May as well, right? three before. Kind of fun. Never, the, wait, you've never seen it? I'd never seen Season of the yeah. Witch before. And the thing about it is they don't, they go so fucking hard out of their way to make sure you can't watch that movie. <laughs> so like every platform did like a fucking discount on every horror movie this week. All the Halloween movies except for Season of the Witch are on sale right now. <laughs> Wow. Season of you the can't Witch even... will always be $15 for some reason. Oh, it's, uh, you know. But it is streaming on AMC Plus on Amazon Prime. So I did a little trial of that. Uh, and then and you're going to forget it. and then start paying. No, no, I already canceled it. I already canceled it. Good for you. Um, But, uh, okay, like, I get why they don't try to promote this. Because <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It's like, all right, we know we did the Michael Myers thing. What if my what if Halloween is a movie that's in this universe, but an Irish factory <laughs> is making robots and masks with parts of fucking Stonehenge in it that turn you into fucking bug snake piles? Yeah, it's fucking wild, and it's like the I main character is just like. N- like he's just not likable. He's just like constantly cheating on his wife. I think it was John Carpenter's basically attempt to say to everyone, like, you want me to make another Halloween movie? Here you go. <laughs> I mean, he didn't make that one. That's the weird thing. Like, well, he did, didn't he produce it? it? He wrote yeah, it. I yeah, he thought. produced and it. I, I think when he was uh, producing it, he, he wanted to end. He didn't want Mike to come back anymore. Like, well, yeah, he, yeah, was yeah, he it. wanted to make all the Halloween movies a different story that took place on Halloween. Right. But yeah. Like, yeah. um, one of the other producers was like, "Come on, people love this Michael Myers guy." Yeah, and then he said, fine, I'll do the second one. And that's when he added the sister twist because you had no other ideas yeah, for it. The the end of that one is like him trying to like put the end to the Michael Myers thing. Yeah. Like, nah, we need more. And and then uh he got his old bandmate to to write and direct this. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. And it's fucking wild. <sighs> but um I, yeah. I don't hate it. Like that's yeah, the thing. You either bad. love it or hate it. And I was like, this is so silly. That I enjoyed it. So I I remember I watched that as a kid, hated it because I was like, when's Michael Myers showing up? And then oh, I saw shit. it later as an adult and I was like, okay, it's not bad when it stands. You can't, yeah, own. you kind of need the the someone to tell you that Michael's not in it. Yeah, as a kid, I would just I think I just remember like, oh, that's weird. Like they never talk about this one. And then I was like, oh, that that's why. <laughs> that's why. It's bad. But what if they did put him in it? It would have been bad because you would have found that he was a fucking robot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my 1770 fucking Michael Myers robot. You've ruined it. That was John John Carpenter's fourth produced Halloween movie. They find out he's a robot. (laughs) John Carpenter's a robot? Well, he's a robot. He's in it. And he's Michael's a robot. And he's been turning kids into snakes. He hasn't been killing them. 
The movie is fucking. It's got some brutal fucking shit in it, which I do like. Yeah. Like that lady accidentally lasers her face and turns into like a fucking like monster. Like she's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then they're just like casually trying to get get her out, and it's like all the bad people are Irish in that movie. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. That seems like a. It's okay. I'm used to it. Yeah, I'm used to it. Uh, Galane Galani. (laughs) I I will say uh, four, five, and six, like the the other Halloween movies. I know a friend who loves the Thorn trilogy. He has a Thorn trilogy. He has like a tattoo. Yeah, he has like the Cult of the Thorn tattoo. The Sam Hain cult or whatever. Yeah, he's like, yeah, these are the best ones. And I was like, that's just dumb. Just so <laughs> I was like, I'm stupid. glad you really like that. That's in the second one too, where it's like Michael wrote Sam Hain on the chalkboard, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, off!" That's right. That's fucking dumb. He the fir- the only thing Michael ever conveys in any of these movies is, sa- is some fucking Celtic word. He has um, the mind of a child, the body of a man, and the instincts of an animal. Okay. I mean, what that, you like, just described on. Devin. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what if you take his mask off and he's just the most redhead Irish ginger dude ever? Yes, he's dirty tar. He's a dirty What are you doing, Larry? Well, the they rip you're his mask me, off in the first movie. And he's just a dude. He's just yeah, a regular well, dude. He's just he's like a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, he's a hot. Yeah. He's a hot babe. He's a hot dude. <laughs> He's he was just mad at those babysitters for yelling at him as he was driving by in his fly new ride. <laughs> sweet Vespa. His Jesus. fucking station wagon that he stole from Sammy Looms. And somehow knows how to drive, even though he was... Oh, God damn it, Michael, that was my car. Uh, my to be car. fair, uh, they did let Rain Man drive. Yeah. He, they let him drive in the driveway, so... He's a very good driver. He's an excellent driver. Good for him. You know, good. Good for him. I'm glad. Yo, okay, there you go. So they did Freddy versus Jason. Gimme Rain Man versus Michael. <laughs> uh, this is Rain Man punching himself in the head. <laughs> I, I was going to say they're in a poker tournament, but yeah, that too. No, real fight. Yeah, but he can't... <laughs> dude, you can't read Michael Myers in poker. Yeah. You, you probably get Mike well. I mean, up in I mean, Rain Man just counted skill. cards, though. That's, that's his big thing. <laughs> Who's on first? No. <laughs> What's on second? I want, fish, I want fish sticks. That's what Michael's saying. Also, uh, in Halloween Two, when she shoots him in the eyes at the end, yeah. Michael makes like the the wussiest little shrieks while he's swinging the knife. Oh. <laughs> he's like. Hey! <laughs> like, I get it. He got shot guy. in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. I would make that sound too. But you know, this was the think, big bad for the entire movie. You'd think they'd uh they'd go <laughs> through his skull, but you know. Nope. Too <laughs> tough. Not to not to happen. He's oh, a force of nature. God. He's a force of nature. He's evil. He's evil. <laughs> It's fun fun to be the Loomis about everybody. No, Steve! When when we eventually talk about Dune, because we're saving it, because we know that's what you're here for, listeners. Well, I got 30 minutes of Michael Myers again, because we're saving it. (laughs) I got some stuff. I got some stuff I saw this week. Oh, what'd you see? Pretty quick. Well, actually, one, I'll start with this, because it's a short one. I played the Doom Eternal DLC, the Angel Doom Eternal. One. Not Doom, everybody. Uh, Not Doom Eternal. Oh. Uh, you're Paul Atreides, and you rip and tear 
monster demons. Uh, it was fun and quite hard, and I'm glad I played it. And um, was this with I, the I know, version six 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 update? I know. I think that was like I don't I don't have that because it's not out yet. But uh, I, I'm not gonna. I don't care about horde mode. Like I'm, that game is just horde mode at arenas. You know, it's uh. But I, I will say this, what I liked about the new DLC is it's like, it's very hard. Uh, and not like, I'm like, uh, I love hard video games and I'm such an elite gamer. It's just like, it's hard enough that you're basically always on your toes. It's just kind of like all end game content like okay. in terms of difficulty. Uh, and it's just fun, right? It's kind of hectic. And they do a cool thing where they come up with good ex- excuses for you to use some of the other gun upgrades that you like never used. Mm-hmm. Like, remember how like the rotating shotgun is really cool, but you never used it because the grenade launcher shotgun is way more efficient. Right. Sure. They're yeah. like, oh, we're going to give you enemies where you have to use the rotating shotgun because that's the only thing that will hurt them. And you're like, oh, OK. And then, you know, they kind of just keep coming up with reasons for why you should use kind of these alt versions of the guns, which mm. I thought was kind of cool. Um, okay. I also found it interesting that it, like, completes the story. Like, there doesn't seem to be room for a Doom 3, you know? It's just you like, nope. The it's, fight? Yeah, like, you've literally finished the fight in that in that DLC. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It was a, I, there was worse ways to spend my week. This, where this I was just, the uh, the Ancient One? What was it called? Ancient One, Part 1 and 2. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you know, I just sat down. Like, basically, like, a couple nights of the week, I just, like, put, like, an hour or two into each DLC. And it was it was fun. But, so that's it, right? It's I think it's fun. I got it for cheap. This is right. why I played it in the first place. Uh, you know, for those of you who did not really love Doom Eternal, I probably wouldn't recommend it because I think it's just more of the stuff that you weren't a fan of. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I watched two other movies this week, not named Doom. Uh, I watched Night Teeth, which yeah. is like one of those Netflix movies, like that kind of had a yeah. So it's like about this kid who um, he's like a chauffeur for these vampires, and he doesn't realize it. And then, like, qu- like throughout the movie, he realizes, "Oh, I'm chauffeuring vampires around town," uh, and it's kind of fun. It's harmless. Uh, it was a cool movie. Y'all like, got that night teeth? Uh, y'all got yeah. night teeth? Yeah, it was one of those. Uh, it's kind of harmless fun, to, like a movie to have on in the background. But I did watch another movie. Uh, I watched The Last Duel, Ridley Scott movie. That's his new movie. That's his new movie. Uh, and I quite liked it. But Ooh. boy, oh boy, does it have a really big issue with it. Um, so the plot of the movie, and I feel like the trailers don't really bring this uh, like you know i don't think they really effectively showcase this but the plot of the movies king charles the sixth declares that night jean de carouge settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel right that's like the the idea uh and the movie takes place in basically three parts it goes jean de carouge's which is matt damon's point of view and then it's jacques legree which is adam driver's point of view so it basically it kind of it starts with like them gearing up for the duel and then it goes like all these events are happening with a focus on each of the actors uh, leading up to said duel. Right. And you're like, OK, they're about to fight. And then it goes. Now we're going to show you Adam Driver's POV. And it's 
there's some recycled scenes, um, but like you're getting another side of things, right? Uh, it's kind of interesting. And then, so I'm going to spoil a mystery that's not really a mystery, right? Because the other big thing is that there's uh, Adam Driver's character is accused of raping uh, Jodie Comer's character, uh, Lady Margaret, who's Matt Damon's wife. And he's like, I definitely didn't rape her. So in Adam Driver's like POV of events, he blatantly rapes her. And it's like an uncomfortable like five minute rape sequence. Which he demanded, not, right? I the must actor. have been. Adam Driver. He's like, we're going to reach. The, we got two days blocked out for this. And you're like, oh, okay. Two 15 hour days. That's what Adam Driver said. Uh, so you're like, okay, that was pretty brutal to watch. Uh, and then it's kind of leads up to is, is, you know, okay, now we're going to do it. And then it goes back for the third point of view, which is Lady Marguerite's point of view. But here's what I guess I get irritated by it because this emphasized that this is the truth part. This is the truthful part. And unfortunately, I'm rewatching the same like 40 minutes for the third time. And this is the, her story has the most of the recycled scenes and they're not adding anything of too much substance. Like Matt Damon's character is a little more, bit more of a dickhead to her. Uh, you know, but like they have the, the rape sequence and I get to, I get to watch the rape sequence again. And that's lucky Devin. Lucky me. I'm just like, we're really just doing the whole thing and it's really not different. So I'm like, why, like, why have all these like, it just kind of keeps stalling itself. Right. He had to stretch the movie out for time. Dude, it's two and a half hours. It did not need to get out, dude. Ridley yeah. Scott found an economical way to make a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Just, he you know, the same scenes over and over again. He really, <laughs> it really does. Um, but like the performances are good. I really like uh, Jodie Comer's role. Uh, I, I think she's actually, she's stand out. But the fucking MVP in this movie is Ben Affleck. He is great in this. And it's kind of, it is kind of like, Chris, you've kind of mentioned how you like kind of hate it, but it is kind of like, that's just Ben Affleck in this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I can't movie. stand that, dude. But he, it's not, it's, there's, there's something fun to it. And he just, it, he just kind of blow, explodes off the screen. It's like when I used to watch like, like Mel Gibson in the Shakespeare, no, I think he made Macbeth or something, or like Richard Gere in that Knights movie, like. It's just they don't they don't fit the time, you know, like, they yeah, look but it like modern works for him because he's like the fucking he's like his uncle is the or his cousin's the king. So he's just like this rich dude who does nothing but like bang chicks all day. And he's mm, just like, I don't really, buy it. Make him a time yeah, traveler. You don't buy it. I, I don't know, <laughs> man. Make him just like he's, a modern day it's time like a traveler. Lot of fun. It's a lot of he fun. comes. He comes out of like a portal with a bunch of Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> I can't no, drink see, in my time. See, that's the thing. That's <laughs> like sad Ben Affleck. Time drink. <laughs> they, they don't even have chips in this town. My wife will find out. That's why I drink in the past. <laughs> that's what Matt that's what fucking Ben Affleck uses a time travel machine for. Uh but like listen, uh, I, I think overall the movie's quite solid i think all the performances are really good with some standout stuff but like 
it's just kind of one of those things. I remember I was in the movie theater. I was like, they're going to fucking do it again, aren't they? Part three. And then it's like the truth. So I was like, why did I watch the other like two hours of this movie? Sounds like you got two good times to go to a bathroom break. Uh, a little bit a little bit i was uh, mfk this sucker for me it's a fuck it's a, okay. it's a fuck. but like it's it's like a fuck that like could have been a mary if it just mm. you know checked itself a little kept, bit. kept kept spitting her fucking teeth out i oh god i say chew i meant to say kept spitting chew out but I <laughs> teeth. nobody's um, dipping in this movie if that's your if no that's your but i'm saying like it's like you know you're like you're like this could be the one, and then she's like, "Hi, Devin." Oh, and uh, she she just spits in a what Patoon. a spittoon. <laughs> and you're like, "Want to go for another round?" And you're like, Ugh. "No, never mind." You're just I, yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you go over a you go over her house, and then you realize she just has a bottle of like a, a dip bottle. You're like oh my fucking god! Speaking about last duels, Devin. Yeah, uh, I beat Metroid Dread, and boy, that last fight! Whoo, cheese! I thought, cheese! Wait, I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing, but also, uh, I went into it with like forty-five percent of like all of the items in the game. Oh, that's bad! And like, dude, I got my ass wiped. Oh, <laughs> like no bidet, like, I, no bidet. Uh, so with sand, you wipe. So, so sand. like that last fight was like so tough it made me go back and 100 percent all the items so i knew i could beat him so like you tried a bunch and was like this ain't happening uh, yeah i was like up. i was like dude i'm i'm nowhere near as good as did, did know, this game, game to be right here. maintain its quality throughout you think yeah i, I yeah. would say so uh like this is the first this is the first classic metroidvania style metroid i have completed hmm all the other Metroid games I've I've played. Wait, uh, you haven't played chunk. Super Metroid? You uh, I've played it. Super I Metroid. Never I never beat, beat it. it. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So like I've put time into all the Metroids, Metroid. but the only ones I've beaten are the Primes. Like hmm. Prime One is, I think, the only other Metroid I've beaten. I don't think I've played two or three. Yeah, I think I dabbled with two and three. I never beat that two and the Prime, but yeah, Super Metroid's a great game. That's a that's a fun little yeah. playthrough. You know. I uh, I'm sad to say I like uh, I played I played it for that first night and I was like okay and then I just put it down I just have not Definitely. well I was playing Doom Eternal how dare you I was playing Doom Eternal Doom Eternal you how dare you yeah, I was playing Doom Eternal um, <laughs> keep that joke going. I think I think um, that that is a thing where it's like if there are other things distracting or like like other things that are going to cut up your playthrough these Switch games are always going to take a backseat there's just no way they're not for me. They're the, they're, the, they're the behind the TV game that you got. Wait, wait. Are you saying it didn't have much of a pull, Dread? No, like, I was like, oh, this is good. But, like, I put it down and it's just like. You're the only one. Everybody seems to be gushing over that game. Yeah, like, it's good. It's good. Um, I just, I and I want to play it again. It's just like, I think it came down to, I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down. Like, do I want to play this or would i rather beat like the doom eternal dlc and it was like i was play the doom eternal dlc i think maybe part of it and i'm dead serious is like i'm just like i feel like i need to play my playstation 5 more you felt like getting a little dusty you're like i bought this yeah i'm like i fucking bought this machine i don't care if i'm not playing normal games on it but uh, i get that normal hey you know i think it's a little bit of that 
a little bit. Well, Steve, what do you give? Uh, what do you give Metroid Dread? I'm gonna get a Mary because because here's the thing: like the other Metroid games, the Metroidvania style Metroid games, the the classic ones. Um, my big problem with those games was always the fucking wall bullshit. The wall where bullshit. It's always like something where it's like shoot this part of the wall with a missile to find oh, the thing. And I'm like, sure. how would I fucking know that? You know, Steve, uh, you were pretty quiet when I mentioned that on Twitter and I got, well, that's, that's because up. that's yeah, because I knew da- that's because I know down, down the, like not even that far down the line in that game, you do get a power up that shows you. Yeah. Uh, where breakable the walls. Are. Yeah. Later. And like the map blinks when there's like a breakable section in a map. So that's cool. Like the yeah, thing is, it's... the thing is I went from being overwhelmed in Metroid dread to being like, oh, fucking, there's a fucking cakewalk. I'm going to do all these fucking speed trial things, which are fucking hard as shit. Holy Wait, shit. Speed trials. Like, like there's a thing where you like get after like you the, beat it, you get the you get the prime spark or whatever, whatever it's called. The shine really? spark. OK, where it's like she runs really fast. And so yeah. it's like there's there's parts of the game where it's like you need to you need, oh, to, you map need to like out figure out your like route on path so you can uh. brash brash break and bash through a wall. And uh, like it took me like some of them took me like an hour to figure out. But like Mm -hmm. I would be like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I'd be like, I'm going to look it up on YouTube. And some guy would just be like, just do this. I'm like, fuck, I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those. Well, I remember I I was doing a thing where because I beat two of the bots, two of the, the Emmys. Right. Yeah. So I beat I bought I beat two of the Emmys and then I went into a section where I was just like, okay, I could go up, left, or upright. Mm-hmm. And I went like up a direction and I like just basically like fell down a hole. And then I, there were all these things where I'm like, oh, if I was like, if I just knew what to do, I would have jumped and like, you know, seen what that other room said, right. uh, you know, it had in there. And then I just like couldn't go back to it. And then I just had to go to like the third section. Yeah, there are parts, and of I was just so like, frustrated where, because where I get it. Go, but then like something will just like smack you in the face, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm fucking." Yeah, dumb. I don't. It's just annoying because I'm like, I get it. Like I'm gonna be able to go back there, but right now, I there was like no pathway back. It feels like a like, game on the that third area demand the investment it does. But I. But do it's not think that it's long. Like, how long do you think? I heard it's only like uh, eight hours. It took me twelve, just because I'm a Metroid idiot, apparently. A uh, same dude. I'm in the same boat. Um, but like, I, 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 okay. So here's the thing. Okay, I think this game's a fucking marry. I had a blast with it. Mm-hmm. But I think if you went, do you want to play a Metroidvania Castlevania or Metroidvania Metroid game? I think I'm gonna take Metroid Castlevania all the time. What is the difference? Mm. Is melee versus shooting? Well, no, no. I, I think like, um, Castlevania changes up how you fight like a lot. Where it'll be like, all right, here's a sword, and you're gonna do like a weird straight attack. Now you have like a sword that like you swing over your head. Uh, here's like a big cartoonish sword that comes out of you. Here's a gun. You just have a gun now. Oh, here's a whip. So it's <laughs> Whereas, like you're constantly changing your this melee. variety. Yeah, while in Metroid, you're fucking just blasting missiles until you're out of missiles, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, were, were you playing it on the pro with the pro controller? Yes, I am a professional, but I, I did sometimes play in handheld in bed. So I don't love the the button placement of like the rocket prep. Oh, R, I just like never I, R. Yeah, I, it's just a weird. It's in a weird spot for me, and I'm just like, I don't love. That's like uh, doing that's those. like Game Boy Game Boy Advanced rockets. You got to hold down the R button yeah, while there, you're shooting. There is some. 
definite uh, finger gymnastics you do in this game. Yeah, and that, like I don't know, like the, la- the, the last boss, the one I'm definitely the demanded me with. to 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 learn how to beat him and also get my fucking like. Oh, I gotta turn to a ball now. Now I gotta get up from the ball and I gotta jump and I gotta dive and I gotta jump and I gotta shoot. So how comfortable was it for you um, beating the boss once you had everything? Uh, it still took me uh, a lot of tries, but okay. I would say it took me like a half. It wasn't. Hour. It wasn't like Breath of the Wild where you like skip like seven scenes, seven like. No, no, phases. yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Okay, so this did what what I did. Breath of the Wild did. Where Breath of the Wild, I got everything in that fucking game, and then it's like time to fight Ganon. And, and then like, I just yeah, beat him the first time, and I was like, that dude was a fucking cakewalk. Like I didn't need all this. <laughs> right. Like the big guy you've been building up, I just smacked around like he was a fucking toy. I guess that's part of the fun to go back and play with a little less and then a little less than like nothing. Just go in naked. Yeah, some people do that. I've seen yeah. speedrunners just fucking they do they do some weird exploit where it just gets them right into Ganon and they fight him naked. It's fucking wild. Uh but speaking about Metroidvanias, Chris, you beat yeah. a Metroidvania. Oh, a one that I am thoroughly impressed with again. Again. Uh, that would be Control for the PS5. Oh. You played it originally on PS4, right? I did, and you know what I didn't do is I didn't play any of the DLC. So, oh, you still got you still got some stuff ahead. I still have some stuff. I beat the main game right now on PS5, but now I'm di- diving into the DLC, the Foundation. Uh huh. I gotta say that's kind of the weakest part. Yeah, of the whole you're just kind of going around some dirt in that one. Um, yeah, I like the dirt. I like the aesthetic of the office and the oldest house. I don't really like the cave. You don't like dirt, Chris? <laughs> well, it's weird, right? Because they're like you get you only get to pick one power up or something like that, and then yes, you eventually yeah, I pick get shatter everything. or something. Yeah, yeah, um, that's the best one. You know, I. I didn't like. I didn't really See, like that the. To me I'll, is, I'll be honest. I didn't like the Alan Wake DLC either. Um, I like the Alan Wake DLC actually. I, I really like that. The investigations I department. I re- yeah. I re- actually really like. I beat that. I forgot the. I mention. felt like it was like it was a little. It was a little tip. A little bit of oh, I loved, I was like, I loved we... everything about that. I loved being able to pick up the lamps and destroying the darkness mm. around the building. There is the, there is a cool boss fight. Oh, and that boss fight fucking yeah. rules! The boss fight is very cool. I, 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 yeah, I loved. I like everything with Alan Wake. Uh, I like the Alan Wake game, and that DLC was fine. The foundation stuff, I'm a little soft on. That yeah. stuff's not doing I, it for I me. I kind of wish they explored instead of the foundation. I kind of wish they explored just more of those odd items. Yeah, more more yeah, uh, like, objects of power. Yeah, and that would have been fun. More fun, I think. Like, obviously, they're like, well, you got to figure out where. The security guard went, or whatever her name is. I can't think of her name. Yeah, it was all about finding her. And then I I remember, I was like, I don't like. I beat it, and I was like, I don't really remember what happened. Like, I'm like, I don't know why I was down here and what she was important, but you got a power. That's about it. Yeah, you got some power. I Uh, mean, I I really love I love fighting in that game. I love it. It's dude, it it, that game, especially on the PS5, because like the controller, fucking, it's so good. Yeah, like where it's like you feel all the rumbles, you feel the little footsteps when you're floating. It kind of has a slight vibration to it. Like it's I, very neat. I played it originally on PC, but I think the definitive experience of that game is on PS5. Yeah. And, you know, um, 
still marry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that fucking one doctor, the guy who is the voice actor for um, Alan Wake. I forget his name, but he, he he plays the silly doctor who does like that weird music video at the end. Dr. Yeah. Darling? Dr. That's, Darling that's is the voice of Alan Wake? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's wow. so fucking good. I love him. Yeah, he's the best part of that. I love his little videos. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm so enthralled with like the office setting as yeah. an environment like that is so cool um if, there's not a lot of games out there that look like if that. they do more games in the future i hope they focus on more in the more in the control verse um i've never i've never played any of the alan wake games <laughs> man uh you should play but like well, I mean, the, that's that's the thing i don't really I, you never played alan wake Nah, just i remember it coming out and just kind of like being like a thing and and, and i've always meant to but now that the remaster good, came out or the remake the rematch. Check it out. Yeah. So that's yeah, how you want to play that. It's um, you know, I I've said it before. I think I told Devin this before, not on the podcast, but Alan Wake has just enough gameplay. Okay. Like it's not it's not going to bully over with the gameplay, but it's just enough to keep you interested and keep you moving yeah like plot. like the that's juice all. as it were is just like shining a flashlight and just like burning away at their meter and then you're like mm. oh now i can hurt them and it it's a it works it's a fun mechanic uh, obviously they got way better at it you know with as their games had moved on like right uh, i can't remember the other game that they Max did be- no 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 it was before um control that one oh uh with Sean the Ast- xbox exclusive. convergence is that what it was called it? something like that no. right the combat Whoa, in that game was... is actually pretty cool what was that called god remember that game with them with the fucking the movie you could t- were... stop time right? yeah, yeah, yeah but they, they had like... like tv clips in the middle of it we're gonna have a tv show that shows you one side of the game and it's like fucking calm down You're making the one thing game. that i always thought was funny in alan wick was you yeah, watch alan wick alan wick, <laughs> alan wick. Uh, alan wake they killed alan the... dog oh god <laughs> the one thing i always liked in, alan, in the alan wake game is you watch him on a talk show and it's like a, a real actor playing him oh that's funny <laughs> and it's like this weird like david letterman show that he's on <laughs> um yeah like i i like i kind of like the the real people the real video yeah but i i, I like it when it's Qua- it was quantum break by the way quantum that break. was just, it was like too much it was like was i have to watch this 30 minute episode of ad tv yeah they were like making you watch an episode of a show that was like when xbox was like every game's gonna do this this is a hellfire world xbox you're gonna pull out your little side panels and watch a show while you're playing a game yeah but like the combat in quantum break is actually pretty fun it's just everything else is lacking uh Mm. and then i think controls even better uh so alan wake you know, that, I mean, again, that's why I'm very excited for like the the proposed, you know, the often rumored sequel. Hey, Alan it was Wake. in the the end of the the Alan Wake DLC. Yeah, they kind of they kind of like control. We're doing something. So black was a cauldron lake. There's something going on there. Yeah. It's yeah, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be you sick. give me a you give me a shake and bake of control and uh, Alan Wake. They're going to this lake. Well, like in in the control DLC, they said they sent out an agent to Cauldron Lake. Oh shit! Yeah, it, it kind of also it confirms the shared universe concept, uh, yeah, which is yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, dude, Alan Wake's just uh, it's a lot of fun. I think it's I dig that atmosphere more than the kind of a 
control atmosphere. Um, that's where I disagree. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But part. like, for me, I was just like, "Ooh, I love this kind of Twin Peaks world." And it did it's, hurt. That's cool. It did not Don't hurt that wrong. I was in the middle of my first ever watch of Twin Peaks when I played that game. Oh yeah, uh, that came out yeah. in like 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So I and I was like, "Oh, oh fuck, this is great." I <laughs> you know, it was like it was. Uh, it, I was either fresh off it or I was like, you know, like I finished. I was in the middle of season two or something like that. But I was just like. Yeah, dude, I'm all about this vibe. Uh, and it was cool because it was like supposed to be an open world game. And then they realized it just like wasn't fun. So then it's kind of has open world elements because it was like halfway made. Mm. Uh, and it's just uh, cool. cool. See, game. while you were playing Alan Wake, I was playing Deadly Premonition. Yeah, that's, oh, shit. that's a bad idea. They remastered that, right? Uh, they made a sequel to that, which uh, oh. ended up being a fucking mess, apparently. But the first Wait. one's a mess. But the first one's a charming mess. I heard the, the first one one's a mess. Like literally, mess. it's like, bro, frame rate's not cute. Like you just you're just making yeah. a shitty game. Like the the first one is what if Twin Peaks was done dumb? Came <laughs> 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 the coffee sack. Yeah, like yeah, there's <laughs> like I rem- I remember playing a little bit of it. You know what? I'd watch dumb Twin Peaks. No, that's the thing. It was like all, dumb and dumber. All the cutscenes in that game are fucking great. They're so dumb yeah. and stupid, and like the voice acting's bad. The gameplay in that game is fucking atrocious, though. When it when you're just like, all right, time mm, to play the no. game, and you're like, I don't want to play the game. I just hey, want to drive around and talk to dumb people. What what are you doing? You know, if you're not playing the game, I, that's a big problem. I think Alan Wake is just enough, though. You it's know, perfect, yeah. it's a perfect. You, amount. I think you would. I think you would enjoy it. I Steve. will. I will just dive into it this year. I, I'm going to play it on my PlayStation Five too, because that's where that's where those Sorry, games that's belong. Where dreams in memory happen because i want to be like Devin and have an excuse to turn this guy on <laughs> i feel bad you know turn him on Devin. the fuck you turn know what's on. funny um turn it I've on been, guys i've been using my xbox lately just to like uh use the browser the use the it. browser so i can watch uh aew streams Oh, <laughs> very fun, Devin. Why? Why, why? is this the only reason? I don't have you cable. I don't have cable. Oh. Xbox. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's fun. You know, I get to watch it on that instead of on my phone. Well, can we jump into some news because there is some related news about another remaster oh, that oh. I would like to talk about. <laughs> you talk about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. The History of the World Part 2? Is that <laughs> yeah, what you're talking about? It's coming to the PS5 yeah, this year, folks. <laughs> Dude, I would play I would play the fuck out of a History of the World Mel Brooks movie again. Oh, I mean, I they, they ordered that at Hulu. That's what I legitimately oh. thought that's what you were talking about. No! I was talking about the Grand Theft Auto better yours is a little better because i I would play that game too the inquisition Um, so i'm a simp and i'm gonna buy that just for dude it's gonna be like the thought oh two they're gonna charge you like it's gonna be 70 bucks it is gonna be 70 bucks but here's the thing vice city is so fucking good Vice so i will not play this unless and i think this is true i just haven't read up on it lately but like they have to put some quality of life like mechanic changes in here. Like I think, hold on, because so like I remember, real quick. I remember being like, oh man, I remember GTA Three. It was great. Like this is like when GTA Four, I think, had come out, 
and I like replayed it. I think I like got it for like my PS3 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this game is unplayable now. It's just like too hard. Uh, the checkpoint system's terrible. Like the, the combat okay, so is bad. He's right. I mean, San Andreas has so one of the worst video game missions ever. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got hard. a few. Two of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Vice City, I don't remember having as much. It's just, it's just problem. like, I, you know, I hate running around, My getting killed, and then I reload, and then I have to drive all the way back. Like, if they put quality of life updates in here, you want me to read the, the enhancements? Change the health on, system on the website? Everything? Yeah, 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 read it. All read right, it. so these are, these are the enhancements that the game has. Updated player experience, making it easier than ever to play these classic games, including GTA V style controller layout, improved gunplay and targeting controls with up with upgraded drive-by controls in GTA San Andreas, updated okay. weapon and radio station selection wheels, updated mini-maps with enhanced navigation allowing players to set waypoints to destinations, the ability to immediately restart a failed mission, okay. plus new Rockstar game social club accomplishments, uh, enhanced visuals, higher resolution textures from characters to weapons, vehicles to roads, much more. Look good. That trailer looked good. It does look good. Uh, completely rebuilt lighting it is improved very... water and weather uh, enhanced detail and trees draw distance is increased okay. and I don't 4k know. resolution with up to 60 fps performance on ps5 and the xbox series oh, x I, I think i'll let that one Suck wait that's coming out with november Rockstar. 11th yeah it comes out in damn in i didn't realize never forget Devin. damn dude uh i don't know i might i might let that sleeping dog lie um it's a little much I might play them all now. I mean, you know, I'm obviously getting it for Vice City, but hey, looks so good. There has been so many times in my life where I have gone back to GTA 3, and I'll, I'll for some reason that first cutscene like, is like burned into my head, where it's like you're doing, you're rot, you're no, you're you've just been broken out of a yeah, fucking, yeah, you're on the bridge, you're on the bridge because you're getting out of no, you're not getting out of prison, you're doing a heist, and then she's yeah. like, sorry, big boy. Uh, uh, yeah, I, right. I signed up for the winning team and then she like shoots you and you're fucking dead and then you get broken out and then you fucking do missions for for uh, the Salvatores. Yeah, yeah. But Vice City's the fucking, that's the cake. That's the fucking creme de la creme. But all those games are masterpieces. I never beat Vice City because I had a nasty glitch with a save where it just, I, I remember... I was trying to do one of the last porn star missions. Oh yeah, uh, and like oh, there's like a so safe spot in a phone in like a like what do you call it? You know, like when you're trying to drive in and there's a gate, there's a little gate booth. There's like a yeah. safe spot in the gate booth, and anytime I would reset because I was a dummy and I never had multiple saves, so anytime I would like try to reload it, it would just like flash for a second and then my screen would go black. Oh like, no. Oh, and like this is sucks. this is legitimately PS2 like memory cards. Like I was like, you got Tommy Versetti. I was man. like, <laughs> never. Game. I'm not because I was really deep into it. You know, yeah. Like I knew Lance Vance like turned on me. Like it was Lance. Vance I was just doing games. fun missions and uh, see see Vice City was the time when they didn't take themselves so seriously and they wrote really funny games and or really funny plots and missions. Yeah, it's in in their yeah, game. It's not like, like that's the best rock star. Hey. 
operate a stevedore <laughs> right like, what yeah no go to go to the weird cia agent voiced by james woods right yeah it's like go steal drugs you're for doing, him. Like, you're yeah. doing wacky stuff where you're like we're gonna burn down the opposing guy's weed farm and you're like all right let's do that grant the thought of five it's like take your son to soccer practice and you're like fucking what <laughs> Dude, I just, if you ever want to, like, have a chuckle, just, like, read some of the reviews for GTA 4, where people are like, Scorsese, (laughs) Spielberg, and they're like, these are the names that this game will be compared to. Dude, 100%. (laughs) In terms of, like, the writing style, like, I guarantee you that's the reason why fucking Rockstar is now the current rock star it is today ah that's what they that's what blew up their Someone heads put a think? bike pump up their butts <laughs> and made their made their, their, made their dick around with friend thing. video game where essentially that's what that's what grand theft auto games the 3d ones always were it was a game where you would drive until you ended up in a lake and you insta drowned and then you would pass the controller to your friend and they would dick around until they yeah. died see this is why because Rockstar did have a shining moment where they, f- I thought they were going back to the goofball antics that I love with Bully. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, yeah, Bully. Just make a new Bully, dude. Bully and uh, I, th- I would, I would even say the Undead Nightmare DLC. Yes, like, yes. It is a fucking crime that uh, Red Dead Redemption Two doesn't have an Undead Nightmare DLC. <laughs> Yep. Takes itself too seriously. Could like, never be in that world. I got Limbago. Yeah, like what's yeah, that's, that's actually funny. pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but like what's frustrating, I think, is that it's like there's not even a what's the word I'm looking for? Like like a comedic relief. Well, it's like it's not like it's not I get why there wasn't DLC for GTA five, right? Because they're like, we are making hand over fist money with this fucking online thing. Right. Like sure. the online in Red Dead 2 was like basically dead. Like I don't think it's it ever blew up. It's they not going to blow it up. To blow up and right. That's, so I'm like So you know what them. you should do? Instead of putting out lame online DLC, just make something fucking good. Oh god, Arthur Morgan's <laughs> back from the dead and he's got Lumbergo. Yeah, he's got Lumbergo. You're a zombie Arthur Morgan? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like All right. Now you got my I'm interest. In. Fucking Sounds like fun. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Hoity-toity ones. They went from Bloomhouse to A24, right, Devin? <laughs> yeah, literally. And they're like, check out this movie where this baby's a lamb. And you're like, I don't, don't <laughs> want to fucking watch this right now. It was spit all the <laughs> uh, Yeah, speaking of dope-ass things, how about that Uncharted trailer, right? Right? Did you say dope ass? Yeah, sick or... ass, nasty things that are. Um... Yeah, Devin, I watched that in the theater when you. Oh, uh, see, that's why I uh, left. Your body, your body so... knew internally. <laughs> leave the theater. It's a look on the big screen, Chris. I looked it up. It's a real movie. It's a real movie because it doesn't look like a real movie. I. It's real. Um, there are people, there are actors in it. Mm-hmm. No, it was Big directed. Big name actors. It was written. This trailer feels like it would be a joke trailer that they would put in an Uncharted game. Like this would be like a Super Bowl ad for like a multiplayer. Uncharted right. And at the end of it, it would like pan back. <laughs> it's a tight end. And it was like Charlie Day <laughs> playing with fucking uh, Cisco. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be fair. It's, I haven't rewatched it. Uh, I watched it once, and I was like, "Oh, you think I, it aged in the two days that <laughs> maybe, maybe?" Uh, it has all of the jokes in it. <laughs> all of them. You know what all, I mean? All of them. Those those jokes that are in everything. Of course, yeah. It's got those in um, it. So here's the thing: like Tom Holland, the actor, he can be charming. It's fine, but he's not Nathan Drake charming. Hmm. I mean, Nathan Drake got away with murdering 500, 600 people. Tom Holland. He so, so wait, is that, are they going to do that in this? Yeah, he'd be in are jail. Gonna, are they going to do that yeah. in this? Where he's like. Rumor has it, he goes to jail for a good period like, of time, but he just breaks like, out. He literally, he's like, oh man, I just had like the craziest time. And so he's like, I watched you for five minutes. Just shooting. Murdered. And shooting. Eight people. Why do you have so many You're the Boobab Deeb. Like, he'll say that. Oh, you know? shit. And then he sand walks away. <laughs> he sand walks away. <laughs> We're getting there, folks. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're just um, making you listen to the law. But, like, everybody should be sand walking. Yeah. That's, 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 that's going to be the fucking new TikTok trend. You know, it's kind of a shame, too. I don't know why, but it, it, it just feels cheap. But it's just like that airplane sequence in in uncharted 3 is so cool and fun and mm-hmm. in this i'm just like this just looks like any old action sequence that's the problem like, you know because like it translates so well as a video game sequence because you can interact with it and actually be that character yeah, and this is like just, it's just a cg seeing a, it's seeing a real man jump from cargo to cargo in trying to get back into a plane you're like oh he would just fly away like that's <laughs> yeah. not how bodies. it's it's a, it's it's a reflection of a reflection. Yeah. But because un- what is Uncharted 3, but like Indiana Jones, right. right? Yeah, exactly. So now we're seeing the copy of a copy. This is the multiplicity. Oh, dumb oh boy. Yeah. yeah. You know what shit. I mean? Well, uh, Antonio Banderas is the bad boy. He's the bad guy. And that's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I hope it's good. Like, I do love me a good, a, a good adventure movie. He was also the bad guy in Interview with the Vampire, so. And in Assassins. Shit. <laughs> yep. Which has the greatest gift of all time. So if he's a right. vampire assassin. He, yeah, he's, yeah. No, you're right. He's he's the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure. It's, but, uh, that's the thing, because this trailer feels like a fucking fever dream. As someone who just had a fever yesterday, if I would, watch this, it would make less sense than the things I was thinking. You know, a really cool move would be if this just disappeared, like you couldn't find the trailer no. again. Well, and then we all think like it was in our minds. Let me see, Dude, let me see what, the, what the ratio is here. <laughs> gaslit by what? Who's making this? Sony? It's yeah. very weird that the, the only place to watch this is like the official PlayStation. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's got 188 up oh boy. votes, 21K down votes. I guess that's not that bad. It's just, yeah, like I, I like Tom Holland. I just, it just seems like he's the wrong guy. He's the wrong actor for it. This is going to be a big flop. <clears throat> so you think, Chris? I want to see this. Rule? Oh, it's in February. Oh, it's in fuck you, February. Oh, fuck, fuck you, February. You. Oh, February. February. It's where we're getting a third Venom movie too. Venom, Venom. Oh, Chris, <laughs> so mad. Well, no, that was kind of on me. I saw it without you. It's fuck you. It's Venom Three. <laughs> That's you, the title. Fuck you, Venom Three. <laughs> Fuck you, Spider-Man's in this. Are you happy? You fuck? Like, I, you know what? Yes, I am thrilled. 
Uh, speaking of uh, fuck yous, um, Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk uh, next-gen updates delayed until next year. Yikes. Uh, I, don't think, so I don't think they're making video games over there anymore. kind of wonder. I mean... Cake? Yeah, I don't... Who knows what they're doing? I just want to go in. Can cake? I just be like, can you guys tell me what you're doing now, at least? Uh, we sell Cyberpunk t-shirts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, man, it's a shame. I really wish John was on for this. Uh, God of War coming to PC. So I feel like John's... Oh, hold on. Okay, so I... Remember, I can channel ghosts. Oh, yeah. So okay. I'm going to channel John. So, all right. John died? No, but like... He's channeling him from another place. Yeah, I'm channeling I'm cha- channeling any ghosts that are in his car. Sure. <laughs> what? Okay. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shit! Why yep. the fuck did I even buy a PlayStation 5? Shit! It's leaving me now. Fuck! <laughs> Why did I buy this machine for this game that's for an older machine? Five years older. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, no, I just thought that was amusing. Uh, anybody watch that? I guess the actual trailer for Cowboy Bebop. People are all. I watched that that lost session. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that thing. Uh, that looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna split hairs like, here. I think people it that does want it like to look fun. really good instead of really stylish are gonna be mad. But if the show is just this kind of like goofy style we'll see we'll see what kind of legs it has with all of this (laughs) it could be a fucking mess but it looks visually fun i will say though there's that sequence where they show vicious and it it's like embarrassingly bad and i was like oh no like i'll probably watch this and enjoy it as much as i enjoyed speed racer okay okay you You know know what i like speed racer so if i like that as much as i like speed racer because I really enjoy Speed Racing. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. What else here? We got Stardew Valley Dev saying he's making a he's new coming game. back with a haunted chocolate factory game. Chocolate um, it's not a chocolate factory. It's a haunted castle that has a chocolate shop in it that you yeah, manage. Chocolatier. Could be fun. Chocolatier. <laughs> Chocolatier. Um, yeah, I, I, I never played Stardew Valley. I was told I would not Spooky like Spooky Cocoa. I'm sorry, did a cash register just fall out? No, I gotta close my door. <laughs> <laughs> you go close Chris works. Chris works at a chocolate shop. <laughs> Dude, this is this is Steve. I think you finally got the cursed episode. I think I might. I think <laughs> I, I might. Think we had to it, stop dude. this recording like three, four times. John just disappeared at the beginning of it, <laughs> saying he had to go take his child for a drive. Yeah, he's he's giving my mom through a big bucket of nails. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, this might actually house. be the first episode. And all I had to do was say sheesh a couple times. Sheesh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, did anybody watch the ambulance trailer? The new Michael Bay? Ambulance! Oh, sorry, guys, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Ambulance. Ah okay. uh, yes, ambulante land. Ambulante land. Somebody called ambulance. I also watched this trailer in the theater. Oh, fuck! When you were this away. one looks fun. I don't care, Chris. Were you shitting during the trance? He, he was, was shitting on his popcorn. Oh, Prepare it, baby. Got a little chocolate on the top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am always hesitant it's whenever a Michael, Michael Bay is movie. Anything, it's right? So. It's loud. You're not allowed to put Michael Bay movies in here. That's the <sighs> law, dude. You're not allowed to, it. except if it's pain and gain. 
<laughs> or the rock or the rock we're just gonna realize they're all good at this point or no boys, or i watched boys all the do. bad boys movies they suck uh, i found out i transformers movies. bad boys for life i didn't buy that movie i just own it for some reason in my in my get movie in. Collection. get in man. that might be the best one what you gonna do in my opinion. What am I going to do when they come for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be three hours long, and I'm not <laughs> going to enjoy it. It's going to be sick. You know what? Wow, what was that movie he did? 13 numbers or something? Oh, this is also Fuck You February. Uh, dude, fuck, fuck You February. Dude, I love Fuck. I kind of love Fuck You February. <sighs> because I don't have to pay for the movie tickets. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's a good that's point. Why, that's why I get to enjoy it. Uh, well, where where can I see this outside the movies? I don't know. Be like, it's it's uh, Universal. Is there a Universal app? Uh, that will be oh, Peacock. Now, yeah, will it's the it Frankenstein be day app. Date? I don't know. Have. Michael Bay's kind of a psycho. You will be able to see this the week after it immediately gets pulled from theaters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is it getting immediately pulled from theaters? Because no one's going to go see this. I've seen it. Yeah. I've oh, seen it. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, I, I need to find uh, out if these mothers from see, literally different mothers. You're not even paying to see. Dude, they're getting paid. Some somebody's getting even, paid. You know who they're paying? They're paying the popcorn man. I just want to know if he <laughs> these popcorns getting son. their pay cut, Devin. You don't think Yahya Abdul Mateen is going to bring him in? Well, they're brothers. Like they're brothers. Dude. He's pretty good. Like him. But he's sorry, oh, dude. Jake Matrix Jillian already came liver. He's chopped Matrix liver. already came. He's not in Matrix. Who the fuck cares about him, Mister Mute? <laughs> He's Wait. old. We <laughs> got fucking. We got. We got. We got new fucking Morpheus. Yeah, new Morpheus, baby. I heard. I heard a crazy rumor about him oh, too. Morpheus? Which is the the new Morpheus is being controlled by the machines. Oh, dude, get the fuck out! Fucking spoiler. You know, I, I got. A, I got a rumor. You want to hear this rumor? Oh, he's gonna. Yeah. I heard he tucks his dick into his butt. <laughs> Dude, well, I can relate to him. <laughs> hot dogs it. He hot dogs it, man. Smack my big shoves. Back his dick up into his butt. Oh, That's what he's, God. It's what that, what, what There's going to be a scene oh. in the Matrix where he farts his dick out and unfurls. <laughs> Show to keep it keep it classy a little bit. Post post booster speed. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that 95% it's not gonna happen. (laughs) So there's a five percent chance. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Neo, I have something to show you. I'm not going to discredit anything, all right? We live in a, in a post-Last Jedi world. I was going to say post- <laughs> Expectations say post- can always world. be upturned. You know, uh, I, wait, hold on. Are we going to figure out that's how the agents got out? Because Space Jam Legacy came out? Oh! oh fuck, Devin. Why'd you make me like this more? And then have to watch the new Space Jam. I forget. Was I the only one lucky enough? You guys watched it, right? I saw Space Jam. Nope. Oh, it's crazy. I didn't see it. Come on. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> well, all right. If it explains why the agents are there, then you I have, have to watch, watch it. it. Chris, it but does. If, if there's no connection. If there's a line of dialogue in the new Matrix where they turn to the camera and say, remember in Space Jam 2? <laughs> they said, oh, when LG Rhythm opened us. You know what I'm going to do? You're going to hear me slap my forehead as loud as possible in the slap theater. Slap my forehead up. 
Well, they're going to hear your dick unfurl from your butt, and then you smack <laughs> yeah, their forehead. I fart my dick out and smack <laughs> myself in the forehead. I'm an idiot! And I run out of the theater. If we have any talented listeners who could do a fucking recut of fucking smack my bitch up to fart my dick out. <laughs> I'm all for yep. it. <laughs> that's fucking stupid uh you know what would be cooler yeah. though if that Give was a up. special move in that smash brothers game that they're gonna be in oh, Nickelodeon cartoon? no wonder brothers coming out with a, a apparently they're working on a algae rhythm fighter. is back at it again Dude, with a lebron fighter. versus batman versus warner <laughs> brothers got some smashers they got some they got some numbers dude, dude. gandalf Gandalf, Gandalf versus Gandalf? Dumbledore or Gandalf or what's his name? Jingle Dog. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Jungle, jungle Dog. Jungle Dog. <laughs> Whoa, that's a bad. That's kind of cool. Do so you remember Jungle that's Dog from cool. Harry Potter? Dude, now you can do Dune. You could be like, yo, I'm Duncan Ida. Oh, we can't talk about that yet. That's the end of the show. We're going to talk about it. Oh, D. <laughs> Dude, what? Okay, so like he's he's like heavy hitter, but like. You know they're gonna do Ultra Instinct Shaggy, right? Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> final boss. It. That's final, but like Giga Bowser, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Uh, yeah, so Chris, do you know about Ultra Instinct Shaggy? I have no idea. Oh, is that from Yugen? No, it wasn't. Weirdly, oh, enough. it was like okay. a meme. Wasn't it? It, it was. It was a meme. All right, so I'm gonna pull up the because I I gotta refresh myself on Ultra Instinct. Because you know Shaggy isn't the Mortal Kombat New Era Mugen that just came out, so. <laughs> Yeah, interested. the Ultra Instinct Shaggy is, is in the Mugen archive right now, but Sweet. I need to I need to I need to look up the meme. Where did the yeah? Meme I think it just from? literally started with him being like, he's like, like Scoob, this isn't like ten percent of my power or something like that. Oh yeah, because because there's like a scene in one of the cartoons where he takes out accidentally an entire bar of bikers by like slipping <laughs> and punching and like g- getting his pants stuck on a fan, and he kills. It doesn't kill, but he knocks out all. Yeah, well, and so they're like, dude, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. And from that, they started like memeing him as being like unstoppable until in the Mortal Kombat movie, the animated movie that came out this year. They just did like a little like a, a post. It was like a gag, right? He like came was, out of the it was WB a little gag s- where the oh, WB sorry. symbol opens up and it's Scorpion and he goes, get over here. And then fucking Shaggy looking like a fucking uh, uh, Super Saiyan grabs uh grabs scorpion <laughs> by the neck and like chokes him and throws him and then you just see his eyes like glowing as he's like levitating let me see if i can find that because that's fucking wow funny. yeah it's uh oh wait know your meme yeah let's see uh remix da, 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 da. yeah undergoing the ultra instinct transformation of goku from dragon ball super uh he posted an ultra remix gang of thugs yeah dude it's just <laughs> It's just like a fun thing, and now it's gonna be in a video game. I hope. Now it's real, Chris. That's what you Chris, hope. I, I you don't know you, what's I, gonna Chris, be. I, if this is true, though, I told you this was gonna happen. I was like, they're gonna make a Disney fighter. <laughs> they're gonna make a fucking. Uh, they're gonna <laughs> make a Warner Brothers fighter because there's a Nickelodeon. What did fighter. you say this after we the, Nickelodeon the Nickelodeon one? And I was like, right. dude, no, I, I just posted the 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 tease that they did with Ultra Instinct Shaggy in their cartoon for Mortal Kombat. You want to check? Does this that? mean this is like the new oh my movie? God. Is that going to be know. like a sequel movie? I don't know, man. You think it's going to be Mortal Kombat versus Scooby Doo? <laughs> dude, he murders. <laughs> he brings him in there, and he's like, "I'm going to fucking kill you." 
Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird because he's like, like, get over here, man. And then he just <laughs> fucking sits there. That's he's, real. He's Yeah, it's. Why is he he in a hell dimension? Well, I, I'm assuming that's where Scorpion lives. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I, I mean, so I don't lives. exactly. Yeah, you don't. That's know. where Shaggy that's lives. Where Shaggy <laughs> lives now. But that's cool. Like, yes, if yeah, they it do just, that, yeah, it just yes. blew up Reddit. And that is Instagram. that is 100 a Smash Brothers. Uh, you said that there was going to be a Scorsese fighters. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen. All right, who would be in that? You'd have a uh, taxi driver. Oh. Build a butcher. Build a butcher. That's a go one. You're gonna have. Yeah. You're gonna wait. You, you're gonna have an echo fighter of both of all of um Joe Pesci's characters. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, Joe Pesci. 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 Yeah, he's just Pesci. <laughs> he's like funny like a clown, and then he's gonna have that little that little uh, Tibetan kid from Tent to Tom. <laughs> yeah, dude. The Irishman. The Irishman. He's, a, he's an old man demon. that looks young. So it's not right. I know. I know this doesn't mean a lot, but apparently there was a change.org request to make Shaggy a DLC character in MK11, and it cut over. Oh, I remember that. Over eighty-three thousand signatures. Jesus Christ! That I remember. Was that during the whole? Yeah, this was like right in the. Yeah, this was like a twenty nineteen. That makes sense. Um, good for them. Good for Shaggy. He's, he should be. He's in it. going somewhere. So, dude, if they're he doing a Smash Brothers thing, because like that's the thing, um, everybody's gonna rip it off. And then, out of, out of all those Toys to Life games, the Lego ones were the best one because because it was the only one that was just like, here's all of our weird shit, and also we're not gonna give you any restrictions. You can put Back to the Future with fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. You could put Harry Ooh. Potter with fucking yeah. Star Wars or the rings and star. Well, no star Wars. Cause that's Disney, but like mm. they got, they had some weird ones in there where you're like, why the fuck is Knight Rider in this? Oh yeah. Never. I was talking about how Disney would make one and they did. And they refused to let the characters play with each other. Yeah. It was the fucking, fucking dumbest stupid. thing where it's like, no, sorry, you can't use the Marvel characters in the star Wars. It's land. like, it was, it's like a muscle. It's like a muscle work. memory where they're like, no, we'll have to sue. And it's like, you can't sue yourself. And they're like, oh, we, we might, will. <laughs> we will. We just don't want to risk it. Like, it is fucking stupid guys. So yeah, you know what? The more silly things that are smashing each other for video game stuff, go for it if you can do it and steve is talking about smashing as in fuckle. i'm talking yeah dude i want to see fucking knuckles and suckles and fuckles balls deep man you guys are gross you guys are gross. galaga right we're robotic galaga's bussy oh galaga's bussy all right <laughs> bussy or oh, never mind. yeah devin don't <laughs> devin don't. his butt pussy yeah it's, don't it's, be that or guy his boy right, pussy. that's what i thought you meant uh anyway hayden christians uh who is you know a top top tier you know a plus actor still um i love him he's, he's coming um, back to uh play skywalker in the Astoka asking show. skywalker Anakin? yeah i thought he, he was gonna reprise his role as the little boy on a bike in uh in the mouth of madness i mean i thought he was gonna be richard glass Oh, okay, Richard, you're like okay. Dude. I lie. I write lies. <laughs> I, lie. I write lies. I hate sand. I write lies. <laughs> well, that's what because glass is just you know hot sand. It's hot sand. Oh course, man. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Chris, Whatever. Put Whatever. your Disney hat on and be a fan. 
<laughs> Are you thinking we're uh, gonna get a sex scene between Hayden Christensen and does John just like is he like the horny police? Like you guys are really horny without John. What I'm sorry. Do you think farting out a dick is horny? And yes, it's more utility than anything. Yeah, else. Dude, it's like a fucking. It's like the bat belt, man. <laughs> you keep your the bat, bat around. You hide man. condoms in. Oh my god. Um, hey, well, we're almost we're almost to Dune Town, guys. We're almost uh, there. We're buying as much time as we can for fighting. I'm just fighting this dick jokes hand in hand. In, <laughs> yeah, you are. Hand in, hand in, hand in, hand in oh, grab with both hands, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I made another one. <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite trailer came out. The guy who loves this isn't here for it. The guy who loves Man. this isn't here. So we will have to replace this with just more dick jokes. More dick jokes. <laughs> I think we need things under the helmet of dick. He's just, oh yeah. You know, I've heard that's just they replaced Cortana. He's with. just a bunch of dicks. Change your name to Kumtanga. <laughs> Dick, dick, dick. <laughs> Just a whole mess of dicks. Just a whole bunch of dicks. I've seen that police sketch. It's terrible. Hey, on the other hand, do you guys notice we don't have many women listeners? Oh, oh what are you talking about? Why. I really don't know why. Why would that be the case? Fucking perverts. We're talking about dicks all the time. They would love when we this. we talk about boobs, they don't listen. When we talk about dicks, they don't listen. What is there else to talk about? He's saying... Chris, Craig has a beard now. Who's oh, Craig? Well. You know Craig the, the Craig the brute. He's that. He's the Halo meme. Oh, is he the? That's the guy. They're like Craig has a beard now. What the fuck are you talking, He's talking about, about? The ugly, the ugly Halo. I'm posting the the sticker. Please show it's that me guy. The contact. Oh, that guy. Yeah, He's got a goatee now. He's got a beard now. Everybody's like, Wait, can you post him with the goatee? Uh, I mean, I can, we I don't can have that him. power. Hold on. Hold on, I'll find we can only post Ultra Instinct Craig Shaggy and Craig without a goatee. Now, I mean, he looks better with the goatee. I like that you're Googling Craig has a goatee now. Well, that, guess what? <laughs> he came up. Came up, buddy. Wow, the internet's strong. Nice work, internet. Yeah. All right, since I have you people. Better. Okay, let's so take a look now. You know? Oh, shit! <laughs> good goatee. So there it is, boys. Hey, Devin, would you, you fuck happy? Craig with his goatee now? Yeah. Why not? You know what they kind of remind me of? They kind of remind me of those like little um, Doctor Who guys, the short, bald dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's what a brute I mean, I would, I, looks like to me. I'd throw a dick at them. Yeah. <laughs> throw it at them? Yeah. Shoot it right out of your butt, right at them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking rocket. You like a rocket ship. Uh, We're going to get to Dune real soon, people. Don't worry. It's getting ready. Uh, Brendan Fraser joining cast of HBO Max's Batgirl as... This says Firefly. I also heard he was going to be a Falcone. Uh, I heard Firefly, too, but I... I, Maroney. I imagine... A gangster. You think they might do both? Where it's like he's a Maroney at one point, and and then then he becomes Firefly? That'd be fucking stupid, I think. I think they're just trying to keep his face hidden. As much as possible in every show he's in from now on. Like, you think he's just going to be a voice actor? You got a great voice. That's just well, that's the thing. He does have a great voice. That's what his agent says. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, you can be a voice actor. Uh, Brendan, you got a great voice. I think, I think that's a shame because it's like we all like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Of course. 
and you know he just looks he like lo- Baron he Harkonnen. looks he looks appropriately to be his age. <laughs> that was mean. I'm, so- yeah. I'm sorry, Brandon Fraser. Yeah, exactly. Like, you see, we have to stop making because I do it too. I'm I'm the victim of this. He looks his age. You're absolutely like, right. Let, let's let's be real. We're <laughs> yeah, pretending that Oscar Isaacs is a fucking fifty year old man in Dune. <laughs> Eight years ago, he played a twenty year old named Lewin Davis. <laughs> Oh, come on. He was like 80. He's not movie. 80. <laughs> he's like a he's like a 20 year old. He's like You're out right. on. He's the, an so old Brendan 20 year old. Very old so 20 year old. He's 52. Oscar Isaac's 42. Uh, he's he's just right. great early, dude. He was graying, man. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, yeah. Brandon. Fr- but this kind of looped into something else I wanted to say. Dune Patrol? Because I could talk about no, that. Dude, I watched the episode. So Did you say Dune Patrol? About Dune. I said Dune Patrol. If, if, if Dune was a show, we could have a segment called Dune Patrol every week. Oh, man. Dude, I cannot. You know what it was? It's it, Dune. Dune fucked me up that I just completely forgot about Dune Patrol. I watched I'm, that I'm shit. Very it was behind, good. I'm behind on Dune Patrol. Wow. It was weird as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Okay. Um, wh- Real weird. So... Compared to the last episode, is this one higher in your eyes? Well, like it's getting weirder and weirder, okay. and that I'm all about. Right. I'm locked in, and the sisterhood of Dada is starting to really coagulate oh, nice, and come nice. together. Okay. And there's reasoning now. Like I'm starting to understand where they're coming from, which is cool. I feel like the vibe really check like last it. week was a little low. So hearing this gets me excited again because that's what I need. I I need you guys to be like. It's getting fucking weird. And then I'm like, oh, it's weird, you say. yeah, no, oh. this one. There's something that happens at the end of this. That is. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. I got to catch up. I got to catch yeah. up. Um, yeah. Did you guys hear about all Ooh. the drama with Batwoman? Like the show? Uh, I heard oh, no. the, Ruby Rose. Uh, the cast has come out t- saying that Ruby Rose has been like incredibly abusive on set. She was? Oh. She got fired. Yeah. Wow. Because that's wow. like the complete opposite of what she says. Oh yeah, baby! Like they were forcing me to work. Wait, what? Oh man, that's crazy, dude. Oh, this is good. We got, we got vying. They're making me do my job. Okay, Okay, Ben Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What was she say? She said uh, the producer or the showrunner Caroline Dries visited the set of Batwoman four to five times a year. And she refused to shut down the show due to COVID-19. She was very adamant that they did not shut down the show. Um, so apparently she was like, no, we have to get this out. So she was very, she didn't want to keep doing it. And they were like, no, we have to do it. Uh, her co-star, Dugray du- Scott, is unprofessional, revealed that he called her Asian following her departure to find a travel agent to leave. Apparently he injured a female stunt double uh, and didn't even like apologize about it. <laughs> Uh, he screamed a lot on sets, uh, inappropriate, uh, behavior, including w- making women steam his pants while he's wearing them. Whoa. Uh, who that's such a baller move. Yeah. Wait, who's Roth? Oh, sorry. I got to figure There's somebody named Roth. Oh, Peter Roth is the TV chairman of WB. He would make people steam his pants while he's wearing them. <laughs> Uh, she stated he hired a private investigator to follow Ruby Rose around when he fired who he fired when the report didn't fit the narrative. What uh, the fuck is going on? Stopped, at CW? So Roth stepped, stepped down a year ago um, 
I think due to some of the Ray Fisher stuff. Um, I don't know exactly. Uh, in addition to allegations of misconduct, harassment, and unprofessionalism, Rose also detailed numerous injuries sustained on set, including witnessing a crew member receive a third-degree burn and a PA who was left a paraplegic. Jesus. Uh, oh, God. I, I think it. I think the channel should have remained UPN. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, anyway, so that's interesting to hear that everybody's like Ruby Rose is the monster on set. That's well, what what I'm reading, what I'm reading right now, because I was just reading just things on Twitter, like okay. the day it was like kind of sp- coming out. But uh, what I'm hearing right now is what WB is trying to get people to focus on is people coming out and being like Ruby Rose was difficult to work with. And they're trying to hide the fact that the Batwoman production may be abusing their cast and like mm-hmm. crew to the point where they had to be hospitalized. And that definitely like, especially right now with the IATSE um, uh, uh, strike and especially when and the shooting tragedy that, that really just saddens me. Like, I don't know. It just like really just bums me out the whole thing. Cause it seems it's, yeah, it's, like, sucks, it's so avoidable. Uh, and I, there's still stuff like there's a new detail every week or every day. Actually, I've heard the the full reporting of the, what happened. Yeah. He was Alec Baldwin was sitting in a church pew going over his lines and he had to draw his pistol. Right. And the scene had the camera pointed at him while he had the pistol out, him pointing the gun at the at the camera. Right. And while he had while he pulled it out one time, it clicked. They heard the boom. And somebody was lying, bleeding afterwards. So and then they said that the assistant director grabbed the gun off the prop table himself mm-hmm. and said it was a cold gun, a cold weapon, yeah. which means that it doesn't even have blanks in it. Yeah, like it's like that means empty. It, there's nothing so, in it. Yeah. Like a- and then there is a 18 to 19 year old girl who is the in charge of loading the blanks. Yeah, the she pistol. was like the 24 year old prop master. 24. Um, and she literally said she had no experience loading blanks before. This. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd heard I'd heard it's- that they were about to do like a check for the scene and then they took a lunch break. Like they just called for lunch like instead. Hmm. And also uh, apparently people were using the pistol to shoot cans like in off yeah. hours with Hunting. wide rounds. Yeah. So the thing yeah. that I think is like that's confusing people is uh, apparently again, I don't, I haven't like kept up on it, but like it was not a prop gun. It was a real gun and it wasn't blanks. They're real bullets in there. So it was just a loaded real gun. Well, no, it was a real gun they were loading blanks into, which they do a lot right. in movies. But That's these weren't blanks. Yeah, the 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 no. bullet that was in there was a live round. Yeah, and right. uh, and then what you found out before, like after this, was that half the crew left the shooting, not like the, the the creating the movie. They all quit like that morning because of unsafe set stuff. Right, which I think, from what I've heard, Alec Baldwin is against hiring these people. What the the people that the the the, the, the young twenty four year old uh, essentially the the scabs. He was not down with that. That was apparently not his decision. Uh, as far as that goes, he still produced the film. Yeah, yeah, the film. He, he's the producer. <clears throat> 
but I don't, it's tricky. Yeah. You know, I think the director is really going to be on the hook for a lot of it. The, the assistant director, I mean, the director is going to be. The director was also shot. Yeah. But right. I, yeah. I think it's not the director. So I think it's the you assistant. It's director. The director. Well, I mean, there's, there's a few, pro- there's a few producers on running the film the show. Too, so I think there's just a series I think of people. It's, to, to, but I mean, doesn't that fall on the director though? Not necessarily okay. because what the assistant director did by taking that gun off the table is a big no, no. They right. don't assistant directors are not supposed are not to touch to the touch props. That. Yeah. Like the prop master has to handle the props because he has to inspect everything and he avoided. He didn't do that. Right. He just took the gun off the table and said it was a cold gun and gave it to Alec Baldwin. Jeez. So that's bad. That's all bad, bad on yeah. his part. And, uh, you, you know, know I, I don't mean to make assumptions here, but I'm going to assume uh, Alec Baldwin uh, is truly uh, not playing on any of this. And that's no. that's. That sucks for him, man. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's kind of a hothead, has some, you know. A, a... But he didn't shoot somebody. Yeah. Like, like, and it's just like, when you see this, like, oh, that fucking sucks. Like, he's going to have to, like, there's a, have just to live with this forever hard. now. And, like, well, did you hear the conspiracy that's now being spread amongst conservatives? They're saying that Alec Baldwin was having an affair with the uh, cinematographer, the young girl, and she was threatening to tell his wife. And he loaded the gun with the no, bullet no. to kill her. That is that's literally pizza, what they believe. It's a pedophile ring to your shit. That's you know? insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking terrible. But uh, yeah, it's uh, just sad. Just it's, really it's a real tragedy and just bums me out. I mean, the best thing that can happen from this is, you know, movie movie sets can get real and like start taking these things seriously instead of like rushing and overworking people to the point where they're not doing their jobs and putting people in danger. So, you know, I, I believe, and I, I don't want to be completely wrong, but I believe that strike is not happening now. Yeah. I think they oh, okay. to... I believe they reached a pen, a tentative deal yeah. and it, it, it does include better working hours, better pay benefits for the crew. Like there's some good things they're getting. Yeah. Uh, through this negotiation. And, and, and I think it should also be pointed out that this Rust movie was not like, this is about as indie as it gets. And like, yeah. there are other directors, I think James Gunn was tweeting about it. He's like, he's like, dude, you can cheap out on directors, you can cheap out on actors. He's like, you cannot cheap out on like, you know, like props. Prop, the prop the guns. Yeah, he's like, when you're messing around with that yeah. stuff, he's like, the rules are there because when you follow them, no one, nobody dies. And like, it's, it's, like i mean just as simple as like having a scene where you're punching or hitting or breaking yeah, glass yeah, like just... there is glass they specifically make that doesn't that's pla- that's made of certain types of plastic it bends so it doesn't hurt you like i'm sure there's plenty of indie sets that just break glass in in the scene and that's pretty dangerous oh, yeah. you know like, Res- resident evil i forget which one it was chris but when we were doing that oh, watch yeah. you were like this oh, is the yeah. scene where a, a woman died being the stunt Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was the director's fault. He basically had a crane that was lowered for that shot where she was driving, I think, somewhere 90, 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle. He specifically told her he was going to raise the crane over her and she was going to pass under the camera. He didn't do that. She ran right into the crane and died. Yeah, and that's like... That was on him. (laughs) He got away with that. I don't know how. That's the crazy... And you know, like... Like you hear about like Hollywood disasters, like I was, you know, it brought up the Twilight Zone, the movie mm-hmm. disaster, right. and 
I think it was what Zemeckis who directed that. He had multiple directors or Coppola. Right? I think it had like three directors. The Twilight Zone movie. Oh no, that was Landis. Landis that was Landis, yeah. and he kind of got off the hook for that. I mean, uh, he killed Vic Morrow. Yeah, he did, and some kids. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, it's fucking dude. insane. Um, I do think there were some changes, but like the fact that like here we are, literally like thirty plus years removed from like the crow and like (laughs) yeah just like an echo an echo of that happens again and it's like how do you people not learn like well yeah it's because they we hired shitty people you're hiring you're hiring people who are are not doing their oh god and that actor on the crow that poor guy jesus you ever hear his story about that it's terrifying He said he wouldn't work with prop guns ever well, again. Yeah, I mean, him. fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, last time I did this, it didn't go well. Like, yeah, dude. No, we get it. Sad shit. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, man. Just, all right. So let's talk about farting dicks out of butts again. Um, <laughs> gotta pick a lane, Devin. It's either we bring it down or we talk about the dicks. Hey, guys. Yeah. This episode's got everything. Yeah, yeah it sure. really does. It's got your tears. It's got your laughs. I want the dune. I think it, is it time? I think it's time. I think it's time. time to dune it up. I think we got to talk about dune. We got to right? talk about dune. Yeah, it was good. Damn. All right. That was it. Fuck. I'm fucking with you. We're going to talk about Come that. Come on. Ah, uh, my, my, my friends. Um, it's been a hard couple of years for film wouldn't you say yes i feel like i don't know this is me speaking i haven't really seen something like this in a while and um i was very awed by it yeah i'm with you completely just like there you know when you're watching something that's going to be uh an epic like it's something something that's going to take over the decade and and this is this is that this is like when you're watching Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring and you're like, oh, this is special. This is going to be something. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because I feel so great to live in a lifetime where I get to see Lord of the Rings and Dune adapted. Like, yeah, the cool. things that people said you could never adapt. I'm getting to see now. Mm-hmm. And that's something. In general, just generally, that's great. So uh, it's almost outside the movie. That's well, oh, wait, Chris, else. hold on. The Zack Snyder Justice League cut. <laughs> that was epic. Oh, the bro, that was epic. epic. That was epic. That saved, <laughs> that saved 2020. <laughs> bro, it's a full, Chris, it's everything you wanted. It's a lot of sepia. It's like four and a half hours. Mm. Uh, uh, that's not enough that's sand. Not enough sand. Oh, what are you talking about? There's that whole Joker sand scene where he's talking yeah, about. It's not He's talking He's about saying, off I'm saying Batman. Dune would have been a lot better if somebody was talking about reach arounds. You know, <laughs> he's gonna give me a reach around, Paul Atreides. Oh, <laughs> oh. <says> Paul Atreides. <laughs> uh, um, I, yeah, I, dude, yeah, no, like, like, I guess there's wow. there's movies, right? They're like, this is epic, right? And you're like, well, why? And you're like, yeah. well, Godzilla vs. Kong is a big scope movie, and it's like, not like Dune's, like, again, I think the most comparable thing I can put in my head to it is it kind of did feel like watching like fellowship of the ring we're like this is fucking enormous in scope like right they're yeah. not messing around um so i think in my head that is kind of the most direct comparison that i can make to dune uh 
to give some background, Chris and I saw it on a gigantic screen. Uh, and like huge, I think the your ass vibrated when the sh- things got loud. Like it was that type of big screen. Every screen. time Paul or someone used the oh, word, man. my balls tickled. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I, which was interesting. <laughs> you know, I said this, and I was kind of joking. Ooh. I get there's reasons why people can't do these things, but I kind of do honestly feel like you are not seeing the best experience of dune if you don't see it on like a screen like an imax size screen i just think like you're there's something to it yeah that you I think really are missing really something. you know it's like it's it's grand you know, it's like you watching know, halloween on christmas it's just like you know you're missing something the vibe's <laughs> not right uh it's not perfect you know it's not optimal but but i i'll tell you this i think the the biggest the number one thing that they did right with this adaptation to me is the general scale and scope. Mm-hmm. Everything has, and I, it, there's a weird comparison I'm going to make here. Cause I just watched this recently. This movie reminded me of the end of Hellraiser two. <laughs> oh, <why? laughs> I watched that? that with you recently. So explain. right. And I'll explain um, the end of Hellraiser two. They go to, the dimension that these the cenobites are right. from and the 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 backgrounds and the general set is all there's a lot of like drawing a lot of painted backgrounds yeah it's very like um very german expressionist almost exactly but the scale like them running through the labyrinth they're so small mm. in some of those scenes when they're running across this giant plane of what looks to be Huge structures all jutting in various directions, very like Escher like, and this huge black light tower that's spinning black light. Oh, the Leviathan! The Leviathan. Yeah. It 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 desperately reminded me of that. I was like, wow, that <laughs> kind of is the same level of scale. Um, and I really like the end of Hellraiser Part Two. It's really fun. Mm, yes. But with what this has that Hellraiser Part Two doesn't is you know a good plot and characters and Wait, everything. What about that this scene where Duncan Idaho's running? <laughs> so weird, oh, right? The scene where Duncan Idaho's running and then all skin gets peeled off. That, well, that's the that's the first <laughs> Jeez, Hellraiser. He's not wearing the shield, right? Yeah. The, the the shield isn't on, and, and then he has to off. trick uh, the mom. He has to trick this the same bring to, to, to bring, bring the men configuration. <laughs> Well, that's why Paul, Paul Atreides is the he's the shy halut, right? He figures out the lament. <laughs> I, 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 it's a weird comparison. I just watched it, but if you do I watch those scenes, the scale is there, oh. and the largeness of everything in every scene is there, and that to me is such an integral part of the Dune experience. Right. I so I can't imagine this this story without Dennis Villeneuve. Like, yeah. That's the thing, because like yeah. you've read the books, Chris. I have. As someone who's only like heard like chunks of like what happens in the books and has seen the movie now. If any other director got their hands on it, I think it would end up as like a John. What is that? John Carter. John Carter from Mars. Or yeah, whatever. I think it would like end yeah. up like that. But like he is such a fucking skilled director. And just like everything he does just has this like visual flair from like Blade Runner 2049 where he's like 
doing that universe perfect again to this where it's like it's sci-fi but like there's no computers like i'll tell you what i think he i think he took something from jordowski okay jodorowsky's dune jodorowsky i think his the general construction of those ships very much remind me of his initial sketches they do they do kind of have that like weird sort of 70s like ge- funk <laughs> like geometric shapes yeah. like very kind of simple almost like um modern like minimalist yeah. yes um that i think he takes a little from there but all of the other visuals i think are just it's just him like i think he has such and he you could tell in this film he has really become such a great filmmaker you know from his experience i mean i'm not saying discrediting his oh his no pre- previous films. i agree i agree completely not chris you're like but i think he's really yours you're always shitting on enemy <laughs> i think i think this is his he's blooming you this know? is gonna this, this is, is gonna be his peter jackson lord of the rings it's yeah, it's gonna turn him into they're gonna try and get him to do king kong reboot again so I, you know what's, <laughs> you know what's actually kind of cool um and this is just you know this is a fear although i think it's doing quite well so i think uh, damn fear is the mind killer you pussy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i get it i get it here is the mind uh, so killer. i think we're safe here but a little death in a way i think it is kind of uh, okay let me rephrase I think it's interesting that he didn't shoot Dune one and two back to back because now he can pick up some things that he learned from making the first Dune. He's like, right. oh, you know what? Like, I, I didn't love this. I, I kind of like this a little bit. Like, you know, in a way, because like with Lord of the Rings and some of these other movies where they just shot everything at once, it's like, wow, it's in the can. <laughs> like, you know, we'll we'll do well, some pickups, I, but that's about it. Like, he can to, really to lay some feet walk to. Away. to 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 allay some fears about a possible not uh, part two not happening, it appears that Velvet News secured a two movie deal with WB Pictures in the same style as the two part adaptation of it. Now the con to this is, however, the subsequent dealings when it comes to the actors were to be secured of the production of the film as it goes into production, pre production. Mm-hmm. So they still didn't figure out a lot of the contractual issues. But I feel like De- Velvenu's contract is there for the second part. They want to bring him back, and on top of all of uh, that, it'd be, it'd be uh, dude, yeah, so like weird if he didn't renew. do the sequel, <laughs> right? But it is. He, he said specifically in an interview, if this makes three hundred million globally, we're in a good spot. Like we don't need to worry, and it's already at what two fifty. Yeah, like it is his high. Somewhere. It, it is his highest grossing film. Yeah, highest grossing film. One of broke box office records. For WB mm-hmm. for day and date release, uh, yeah, it's great. There's all there's, I'm not too worried about their yeah. Like I, I'm the more the further we get away from it, the more comfortable I am. Uh, it is just because uh, like before it came out, you're just like it's currently at two twenty three. I think it was the most popular thing that was on HBO Max. Right. Out of all the movies I they think- put on it. I think they said, and it did really well globally. Like, yeah, it made it uh, ate up a lot of European markets. I it's... guess my concern, though, is like, is the international like was America one of the last places it came out? Because like, yeah, three hundred might yep. be a bit of an ask. Then, you know what you know what I mean? Because like, well, dude, these we'll HBO, see. I mean, granted, the scale is. I I do think I'm like you. I'm gonna go back and see it yeah. again, but yeah, like I'll to, tell you me, that. to me, to me, I think the scale is really important. So I'm like, you really should see this in theaters. But like, what we've seen with these HBO Max releases, it's like they fucking they don't just die; they're like 
burned alive and incinerated in the dust past they fall off a cliff yeah yeah it's not just falling off a cliff it's like they just get jettisoned into the center of the earth the drop so bad so i'm hoping um regardless we at least got dune one um and i think it's a great film like on its own i really do i think they he nailed the vision of the first half of the book it's insanely dense the first half you're you're being introduced to a lot of characters there's a lot of political intrigue um and i think he kind of cut around the best parts i really do um he did make some cuts but i mean jesus i understand (laughs) i get it (laughs) this would have been three four hours dude i would have taken it man Uh, like yeah as someone who um doesn't really know about dune like people were the only complaints i saw were like oh man i kind of wish this was like a four-hour movie and we just got that whole first book well i'll like i think it would be longer than four hours too (laughs) like here's the deal like the first the first half of this book is the most dense okay and and I feel like as uh, it rolls into the second part, it really picks up a pace in the book itself, mm. because like wh- all it is, is it's a there's so many characters they need to introduce, mm. and there's the the plot against the Atreides that they have to kind of subtly put in, and Doctor Euphrat's character, Herfrat, I can't pronounce his name, but he has a more integral role in the book, okay, and they explain a little bit more about his wife and exactly his relationship with the Atreides. Uh, there's actually a scene that the new talked about that he cut that was between the doctor and Jessica. And he tells her about his wife and, and the Harkonnens and his relationship. You think we're going to get an extended cut of this? That's what Momoa wants. He wants a Velvenu cut. I, I, I guarantee you they're going to do like a Lord of the Rings extended. Series. I I think yeah, so too. I, hope so. I, I, I man, I'm first in line. And for that. weirdly Tom Bombadil's in it. um yeah man this this story is so fun i really like it it's It's dark as fuck is fun the right word i like it i it's fun to me it's (laughs) sci-fi game of thrones like yes it's like oh like all right we're getting we're getting a little dirty we're getting a little dirty with this mud baron (laughs) he's a bad boy i I, I really like Paul. I like the concept of a manufactured messiah. Mm. Like, I think that's a really cool idea. Um, yeah. So I watched this. So I watched it in theaters with Chris and then I watched it last night on HBO Max while I was also diving into the Dune wiki uh, because I was just like, well, I, it started with me looking up who was in like the Lynx version and who was in this. And I'm like, mm. oh, you know, oh, we still don't know who's going to be this character and that character things like that and it just turned into me like diving into some of that stuff but upon the rewatch where i will admit i wasn't like you know sitting down watching every scene um intently uh but upon the rewatch there were some things that kind of stuck out a little bit more um and kind of like what you were just talking about chris that was one of those things that really like kind of drew i was like oh yeah that is a little bit more intriguing the second time around like the manufactured messiah um mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it's an interesting it's it's, it's yeah it is it's like it's when we see a lot of like because you brought up game of thrones mm-hmm. right and um you, you consider like azora's eye the prophecy of the you know the the warrior in in game of thrones if you think about it that's pretty close to paul because 
it's Rhaegar basically saying, I need to make Azor's eye because there's something really bad coming. So I'm going to have sex with Eddard Stark's sister. And that will be, he thinks that'll work. But that it's a little bit more nuanced in Dune. Mm-hmm. It's like years and years and years of genetic and political manipulation created. Yeah, and they're Paul. like blatant about it. Like the, the yeah. Ben Jesuit, like she tells Jessica, she's like, well, our plans work in centuries. So this doesn't work out. We're fine. Like we have other right. prospects, they said. Um, things like that. I guess on the second watch, I'm thinking, oh, okay. And then, of course, I'm also reading about like, the original plans for uh, the Atreides family and the Harkonnen family and like, and all this other stuff. And you're like, Oh, and you know, Paul was really just kind of Jessica's like, Hey, I think I got the chops to bring out the, right. The Messiah. And it's her, her, her ego, her narcissism. And, and they talked that, that movie where um, the head Bene Gesserit Yeah. Lady is like, we told you to only have daughters, and then look what you went. You thought you could go spit out a, a male. Yeah, the the, the right. one. Yeah, it's you know it's Neo. We're just I'm cl- I'm very and I think with my 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 Dune uh, verbiage. So <laughs> please excuse fine. me. You shit out of Dune. Ah. <laughs> you know, at first I was like, that's fucked up. She can't control that, and I was like, oh, she probably can. Well, she just explains to her that it's an ass baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, one doesn't it's a count. Blood baby. It's a blood baby. Don't count. <laughs> let, could you I use let... the voice on yourself to have? Like, could she I, do that? I think it's just more sci-fi. Like, like she could, They're just she like, could you say, want a boy could, or you want a girl? She could. Know. She could say it to to the egg and the have a boy. Worm. Okay. <laughs> so from what I gather from reading about the the Benny Gesserit, they they have like body control. Oh. Sort of like Jedi do, okay. where they can control the whatever their body does. You know, like sort of like they talk about Tibetan monks being able, being able to control their body temperature and shit like that. But they can control, I believe, the sex of the baby. So Ben and Jesuit can do this, right? Yeah. Okay. So it is on Jessica. Yeah, so, no, but like, yeah, but like this is. is interesting because like the fact that we can go into this depth, this is like some fucking like Star Trek. Like, well, no, deep, you know what, you know what it is of like something that's it's this big. You know what it is, honestly. It is. It's like when you're watching Lord of the Rings, and like they'll just say something, and you're like, oh, that's a deep book cut, and like it's just the statement yeah, they say or thing here or there, and you're like, oh, that's really and it won't. Like, you know, the movie doesn't have to dwell on it, but this is just like, yeah, we're in the Dune verse. Like, this is- I'd say that the deep book cut in this was when Paul was seeing the future. Yeah. And seeing what the Fremen do. Yeah. So that was the, to the universe. So my Dune experience is probably the same as, as Steve's. Like, I watched the Lynch cut cut. I watched the Lynch version. Um, not recently, but probably, you know, within the last like six, seven years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's fine. It, it turns into a big old mess. Um, but, you know, I, I'm on, I'm still, like, point being, I was like, I've never read the books. But, like, when I was watching the second one, that scene in the tent, to me, is personally the most interesting part of the movie. Yeah, it because is. Um, when you think about the lore, it is. Well, definitely. when you think about the lore, and it's also kind of like, you know, it's kind of a director going, like, to me, I feel like if you're going to show something, boy, you better like do something with that. And mm-hmm. that stuff is, 
I, again, I don't ha- I don't know which Dune book that stuff lands into, but I'm pretty sure that's not in that first Dune book. It, it really well that is that it is, sort of is and it is like it is and it deep, is deep not deep deep but that's in like because because steve there's like seven herbert books something six or seven herbert books and then he passed away mm. and he technically never finished it although i think his oh, son, really? yeah and then his son yeah, his son worked took with, over yeah, Steve Perry took over. Uh, <laughs> Steve Perry. His son took over, I think, with another writer, and they made like another trilogy to kind of finish it out. So, you know, depending. But mm. again, technically, you know, if you want to be a purist about it, it was never completed. But like the <laughs> the the timeline here is like it's five thousand years in, into the future between books. Like yeah, one it goes and it goes pretty far. Seven, right goes pretty far but the they future. talk about paul's rule and to me personally that's where paul becomes a lot more interesting or at least a little bit more interesting i'll say to me because there's some stuff that he does or chooses to do that is really intriguing but that's also on paper as far as we know outside the scope of what he's trying to do with these first two movies so let me let me clarify this by saying Paul's big problem right now, and is also it's like a double-edged sword that he has, is his empathy. Right? He knows what he has to do. He's starting to see where things are going, where the future is going to lead him, and he really can't wrap his head around it because he's like, I, I millions of people die. Like this is terrible. Like I, I don't know if I can do this. Just give him time. Do you think? That's all I'll say. Do you think that this could have an ending? Like Dune Two would have an ending um, not unsimilar to um, oh my god I can't think the Dustin Hoffman movie not Rain Man um, <laughs> Hero no no no, no. that the famous that, that really that really popular one that he's in and I cannot think of it Midnight no the graduate, the graduate the Graduate Oh, the graduate. You know how the end oh, of the movie. Devin. You know, you know Devin. what I mean. You know what I mean. Devin. Like that, uh, well, he, I think. Here's I the think deal. Maybe. I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I also don't want to spoil anything sure, for sure. anybody. But there is something that happens in the second part. I'm just saying, dude, it's a pretty it, fucking downer of a story. That. It is, and it's, and it shows. It goes to show you, uh, like, what happens in the name of a messiah. Like like Jesus and the Crusades and how awful the Crusades really are when you think about it. And if Jesus were alive and he saw that, he'd be like, oh, my fucking God, why are you doing this in my name? You know, that is very yeah, important. Yeah, that's your hero. Part folks. of Dune. <laughs> that's, that's your guy. Yeah. I thought you were talking uh, about the graduate. I was like, all yeah, the well, <laughs> get on a bus and realize the they don't the know graduate, where they're going. He turns into Jesus. Jesus would go, where are you going, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> It looks, it looks sad. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But, but you know, you guys again, like I, I, read it. I'm I watching know. this movie, and I'm like, I'm I'm uh-uh. deep in the Wikipedia. I'm like, well, what's the golden path? What's Lado two? What's this? What's that? What's you know? And I'm just I'm die I'm diving all into all this stuff. So I kind hey, of we might get some of this. Yeah. Well, to me, I, again, I think that would be extremely <laughs> fascinating if he even started going there, or he's just gonna be like, yep. I, I did it, and now we have a little weirdo. Now we have a weirdo little sister, and well, we're getting a TV show. Are we? Yeah, the wait. sisterhood of the oh, Benny Jesuit. Of the wait, is this like a traveling pants joke? 
Is this real? Thing? <laughs> no. Is this real? I think I think it's called the Sisterhood of the Benny Jezzer. He's not Benny Jezzer. <laughs> Or Ben Ben Jezzer. I don't know. It is B E N E. This isn't okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I joking. It's going to be a TV show. Um, let oh, me, wait, hold let me on. see. It was on Wikipedia. July 22nd, 2021. I see it. Yeah. Doing HBO series and list Diane John as new showrunner exclusive. And he's going to be the, he's going to direct the pilot, the mm-hmm. all new, and I believe okay. the writer of yeah. this is going to take I over. Hate, I don't, I don't want to say, I hate to say it, but like, this is like what it needs, right? Yeah. What it needs. I agree. Because the, the Ben Jesuits are so important to the, to the, the Dune universe. They're very important. Totally. And like, yeah, they they they're one like even said in the first part, they spread the prophecy to the Fremen, like all over the universe. They this prophecy is is propagating, you know? Yeah. So they plan they plan all of this. But so I guess okay. So this is maybe where I bounce up against the movie a little bit. Cause like I think I'm like more excited, and maybe this is a good thing, but I I'm like more excited about what's potentially to come than I think I was even about the movie that is a good thing yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. i'm like fuck this dune movie i don't care like give me well i don't know about that me, but other stuff. um hmm, interesting uh yeah so i you know back to yeah, yeah, yeah. the film um it does a lot right it's 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 a really fast-paced movie too for me my experience like it is long, but there's a lot of intensity to the scenes. They move pretty quick. I mean, it's a lot of chasing, really, when you break it down. The second yeah. half of this film, they're being chased from left and right. But can, can I? Uh, you know, there's one thing that I do not think holds up on the second viewing, and it's like the lamentation music. Like, oh, I disagree. I on love the, the second music, viewing. Man. You're like, this is a bit silly. This is like this fits right in with the South Park tongue in cheek moment, you know. I disagree with that. I think it's in the right level of epic. I really like it. I think that it adds a lot of character to the music too. I think it does, That's... but I, it's it's there are a moment or two where you're like, all right, all right, relax. Like it's. Not I mean, that this is a space. This is a moment. sci-fi epic. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, okay. It has to have this level of of I of think bit of enormity. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. Like, and actually, I think a big difference that I think why Dune stands out so much to other movies, especially as of late, is this plays it straight, like across the board, like 100. There's, there's yeah. not really cheekiness, um, for good or ill. I think mostly for good, but like he really is like to the letter on this thing. Um, I think that's the way it should be. I mean, the book is not, it's not, there's no, not a lot of levity in the book. Either. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of, you know, but that's where I think it might. So one, it takes itself serious, you know, one could yes. argue too serious, but whatever. Well, that in this world that we live in, anything's too serious. <laughs> right, so right. that's um, the problem. <laughs> that's the real issue. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, fascinating that like we get a movie because again i mean i think we were talking like these don't really just come out often like a lot of it is just movies trying to do what marvel does and to this one sets a different pace man this is him doing his thing like it's him doing his own thing and he's like fuck that like i'm not trying to make a marvel movie as serious and sincere as it is it's still a breath of fresh air considering every all the other levity 
that we get in all of our big epic movies now. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's a good counterpose yeah. to uh, to a lot of the goofball antics in Marvel movies. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and I love my Marvel movies, but you know, again, you got to change it up, man. And it's it's less about different. Marvel and it's more about other movies trying to do the Marvel thing. That's true. Like, That's very right, true. Relax. <laughs> Where Dune's like, I have no interest in this. Like, we're just gonna do a straight serious. Paul Trades has the worst quips, I would say. <laughs> he's not very he's not very fun funny no. person i'll give you that make me laugh paul paul's kind of a, a, a bummer of a dude he's a weirdo maybe when he's a, he he is a weirdo um and he kind of starts a movie as a weirdo and ends the movie as a weirdo would you want to see him poop in the still suit would that make you feel better i think i needed more sexual tension between him and his mom that's what I mean. Do you, well, no, no, no. <laughs> sexual tension is all on the mom. Yeah, I, that, that is a, a big we, part of it. She was like, I, I know, I know we're just kind of jumping around a lot. But that's son, a weird. That's a weird like, scene. I was like, why is I? I look at it like, um, like Mary looked at Jesus, the God of Man, in yeah, I'm gonna fuck Jesus? the New Testament. No, yeah. like in all and and she kind of cherishing him the little skinny boy them, abs. Them little, That's what she was skinny back muscles yeah oh man it's like it's like a baby bird i'm gonna fuck this baby bird jesus Christ. they had to get naked to put on the still suits okay you, called, you can't wear called a chris and i horny you can't wear underwear under <laughs> you that can't still wear suit. don't you know it the, doesn't the work. sandal eat you up chafing, chafing. so how many people you gotta be able to liquid everywhere how many people do you think are gonna call audibles on their squid game costumes and suddenly show up that's too complicated suits? this is way too complicated oh it's too complicated yeah still suits are hard man <laughs> dude, dude, dude everybody's ankles? already got masks already you gotta do that thing with the ankles dude it's gonna be impossible yeah but imagine all that fun rhythm or sand dancing sand walking it's gonna be the new dance craze <laughs> Look at him go. Oh, uh, so I already did this segment. This segment is uh, called a uh, guy who has to have a complaint about everything he sees. Sure. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, there's two things that really took me out of the film, Chris. Oh yeah. What, what was that? What was that? Uh, yeah. Oscar Isaac. Is... <laughs> I don't know why I said his name wrong. Uh, Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Uh, his eyes are so good. He can see a sandworm like miles and miles away. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yet he yeah, fails sure. to see a tracker jacker <laughs> in the dark. Uh, you know, that's once it was um, daytime. Sure. And now it was nighttime. Uh, yeah, he couldn't he see just in the woke night. Up. He know? was sleepy. Uh, second thing. Um, oh, yeah. When, sure. uh, spoilers, by the way. When Oscar Isaacs spits out his stink gas from his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> how come everyone but Emperor Harkonnen dies? Or, I'm sorry, Baron Harkonnen? Or whoever? Because he, I, I, he, float, he floats up to the yeah, ceiling. Just like gas. Just like gas as it fills rooms. Yeah, but it probably dissipated. It was short range. He should have gone dissipated. to the ground. That's a big, that's a big room. That ceiling is a big high. room. It probably dissipated. All right, that's all he, I have. He... <laughs> Good day. I got, that guy's great. What are you talking about? That guy sucks. What you, he's great. I love he him. He has Which complaints one? about everything. Oh, oh, that guy. The guy who complains about I'm everything. I'm back. Isn't he great? Kevin. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you want me to complain about something that's universally loved? Yeah. 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 Name it. Oh, oh, uh, Aquaman. Said, give me a challenge. <laughs> oh, uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it should have been called Avengers. Well, when's it going to end game? <laughs> Too long for a Marvel movie. Not Scorsese. <laughs> the Irishman. Have some fun Marvel quips. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, ten. That old man looks like a baby. Or vice versa. Uh, the Matrix. The Matrix. Really? Okay. The guy from Speed. All right. Oh, oh. Uh, Mad Max Fury that was Road. Such, How about that? That was such the popular criticism in the 90s. Oh, my God. Was that Mad Max Fury Road, you said? Yeah, yeah give me that one. Yeah, Fury Road. Yeah. If I want to see cars driving for two hours, I'll watch NASCAR. Thank you. Oh, this guy's mediocre. Great. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh yeah. Why did they shoot them all at one time? <laughs> God, they should have learned from who? <laughs> from themselves. Okay. The the critics, the real the critics. <laughs> uh, okay okay all right guy um all right i'm out all right see ya i think there's a lot of reviewers like that because this has a pretty low score on run does it really 83 that's very low wow mm-hmm. looks like an 83 huh that's, there it is it's awful what is uh, Com- in comparison space jam a new legacy has 80 <laughs> percent audience <laughs> score 26 tomato 83 oh there you go thank you yeah i mean it's got a 91 percent audience well, okay score wait let's see dune occasionally struggles with his unwieldy source material but those issues are largely overshadowed by the scope and ambition of this visually thrilling adaptation i that think doesn't read Devin, like an 83 that reads like a 95 Devin, i read a review about a girl complaining that zendaya isn't in this enough that was her complaint well, that's why she didn't like okay. it okay um let me try to add to that complaint then. Okay. This is kind of what I said, but okay. Uh, and in a way, it's it's a success of the movie, but there are characters where I wish we got more time with. And I get it. There's a million reasons why we didn't. Um, I think personally, I, I, would say this. I think I. It's tough because like the the whole dream. We got enough of every character that didn't die, and the ones that did, we got plenty of and i think that's important yes i was actually surprised by how much um leto is in this i kind of was like oh he'll just die pretty quickly and uh, he doesn't um but yeah he's got a he's got a good good okay whose fault is it that i that they cast dave batista and i walked away going like they definitely should gave me more Dave Batista because I'll you, get you for the sequel. I think it's pretty objective that you should have had more Dave Batista. You write something. I, for that I, I guess the meter didn't fill up all the way like it's supposed to with the Batista meter. Yeah, I'm just you know so you have, you have a, to fill that up. Have a guy in there. I I personally yeah like I said I think there are characters that there's a lot of people that die in the beginning of this book and they need to be focused on I think. More than others. I think Batista would have been a good works. Duncan Idaho too. Oh yeah, I do. I agree. I think those roles are kind of interchangeable. I think interchangeable you're right. Way. Uh, so you know? okay, this is my review, Chris. Uh, a spectacular but empty film. A single scene from David Lynch's failed version, Kenneth McMillan floating in the air and laughing wickedly, is more cinema than this entire movie. Uh, also, my name's Ernesto Diaz Martinez, and I we have that guy. 
One out of four he gave it. Oh my god! Wasn't that the, wasn't that the guy who complained about everything? Maybe. Is that I don't, Ernesto? I don't know. It's me, Ernesto. Ernesto P. Worrell. <laughs> I'm guy, here. Cine Vertigo. Um, a sca- a uh, I heard some. Inconsistent I heard some uh, some uh, some conservative bros not like this. You know, what? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's... This seems like something they'd be okay with, and not because I, like I, I agree. Think it's, it's just like it doesn't really. <laughs> Well, listen, or anything like why? Well, okay, it what has it has the Lawrence of Arabia white savior thing going on a little bit. Sure, um, but like, and I feel like they would clump. What is he that. though? Well, no, because all these guys are dune heads, and they know they kind of, you know, <laughs> no. it's not they're not dune heads. You fucking got to read to be a dune head. <laughs> you got to be a dune boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they don't like it because of its in. in, in implications about uh climate change and oh, ruining a that's, planet that's a take that's a take. dude there's no way it's that former there, regime would leave its new regime with like shit there's no way they <laughs> would completely wild. leave it to shit dude. oh yeah oh another movie about climate control it's like oh, you were not dude. watching the same movie man <laughs> that's weird first halloween kills now this man also i think the indigenous people being impressed and they're, they, you know, they're for that. So Jesus. every time, every time the emperor or every time the barons on screen, they cheer. Yeah, they're both like, Woo! Yeah, no, right, Ma- Matthew Bond says, "There's a sense of having seen too much of this sort of thing before." Okay, Matt. I want to live yeah, in Matthew Bond's world. Thing. That's the thing. You where can't we get, get a Dune every week? You can't get mad at something that like so much sci-fi has taken from. Yeah, dude. Like no, that's so get, can't that's get like, mad, but it's just oh yeah, I mean, taken. Like, no, no. I say, I, I'd say, I'd say, very much stolen. A lot of the, a lot of stuff. Like people, yeah, people have that, like, dude, and they're like, I'm, can... I'm doing this in my movie. I'm doing this in my science fiction film. I'm doing this in my fantasy film. Like, yeah, or science fantasy story. Like it, it, it's, it's stuff that from you said like 1960s. They, they were 1965. Yeah. Like. This is right at the cusp of America going to space and people being like, oh, shit, we're going to start making fucking science fiction films for real, not these 1950s bullshit. So this was like a huge inspiration for it. So huge. And I think that's the word, not stealing inspiration. I think it inspired so many science fiction films. mm, Okay, I think this is weird for me. Because in my head, I mentioned this before, but I do do kind of the the biggest comparison I make to it is Fellowship of the Ring. Hmm. Because I guess it's a part one and it's based on the book and it is kind of that in scope, like the scopes are similar, right? Um, and I guess if I had to compare it to Lord of the Rings, which I have said is probably my favorite movie, uh, just the whole thing, right? The whole thing. But I think I don't necessarily have any emotional, I don't have intense emotional attachment to a lot of the characters after this first movie. I like, I'm not like, I sure hope Paul like becomes the, you know, the Messiah. I sure hope, you know, uh, Jessica is able to get revenge. Like, yeah, these are things I'd like to see in the movie. I hope she, does or does not bang her son. Yeah, and I and I'm and I'm not even saying that was even, you know, Denis Villeneuve's like goal. 
But the fact that that stuff isn't there and I didn't walk away being like, man, I really am rooting for these characters, I think is why I didn't love it as much as I did like a Lord of the Rings, like a fellowship of the Rings. Well, I mean, listen, that's a hard comparison. Those, those movies are breathtaking masterpieces. Right. But on the same breath of that, I think what really did it for me, what I do think it is on that level, is the idea that they're both unfilmable in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be able to see it done well, man, it's like That's a lot of cred. The it's total cred. It's so much street cred, and it's such a shock, and it's such like expectations were high for me with this, and the fact that it was done in such a well, in such a great manner, and almost visually perfect. That's enough. Yeah. You know, and I, that's enough to make it a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, because uh, it's really hard. This is it hard. just sounds like Devin's, <laughs> Devin's only complaint. And, and this isn't me picking on you, Devin. It just sounds like your only complaint is um, they had to end it prematurely. Well, uh, I, OK, like, I, I think like they, you, they had to give it an unnatural endpoint because yeah, they were the like, end we don't want this movie to be five hours long, like you guys said. Yeah, like, I don't love the. I don't love the ending. Uh, and again, it's not really an ending, but it really doesn't feel like an ending. Where, come like, on, they, 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 again, they're, for, they're like, come on, Paul, you you're, you might surf on one of these sandworms. You know, like, Paul. okay. And, and again, again, it's a it's an odd comparison, but just in my head, I was like, you know, Fellowship ends with the, you know, the battle, Boromir dies, Frodo leaves, Sam follows him, and like the Fellowship is split. But like, like I'm like, that's a, that's like, oh, all this crazy stuff happened and like now we're here and like the journey is continuing and with dune it's just like yep i found the lady that i've been seeing in flashbacks uh, or okay, in well dreams i think I that's minimizing things a dreams, bit and that's minimizing things a bit just not i mean duncan exciting. idaho dies duncan idaho dies his father dies he's literally out in the middle of nowhere but that's like know. the middle of the movie yeah i mean it's, to be fair like that the, that is that is like a story midpoint where it's like his we we've just gotten over like that hump where it's like his life has changed. So they did just give us the middle as the ending, but that's the thing. Like my only, sure. my only complaint is I want more. <laughs> that's, that's not a yeah. bad thing to have. And, and I think like some of the characters that I wanted to see more for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris, I think you, you are a hundred percent right. Like the people that aren't going to be in the sequel that are still important. We saw way more of, and, I think that is kind of how it should be, but you well, know, I didn't really get, glom on to a lot of. I didn't glom yeah. on to a lot of the characters, like the character of Paul. The idea of Paul is more interesting than I think. Like this version of Paul that I'm. Well, but it's. It, I I think the 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 you know the supplementary cast the 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 other characters in this like Stilgar and Duncan Idaho. Those are the ones that stuck with me. Yeah, and watching like, this. And those are the ones that I I like more than Paul, even because they're kind of human. Yeah. Right. Paul's not really a human being. Paul, it's the Jedi problem. Yeah. Like Paul. Paul has major Luke Skywalker vibes. And like, I'm not right. saying that's a bad thing entirely, but also, you know, you see him. He's young. Um, he's he's got some aspirations, but like, you know we're getting ready to go on an adventure with this character. So we're just kind of, we're kind of in for the ride with him. And he's kind of a clean slate in a lot of exactly. ways. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I kind of joked, but like 
Paul is kind of a weirdo kid in the beginning of the movie, and he's a weirdo kid at the end. Like, yeah, there's not a ton of growth, true. right? There's really not. There's uh, well, in the beginning, they're like with Paul in the movie that humanizes him, where it's like right where he he you know he like you know he's the son of a royal family, but like you know he'll run out to Duncan Idaho and give him a big hug, or like he'll run out to that like the the family friend. Yeah, like he'll, mm-hmm. he he's very he's very uh, compassionate. Seems he's empathetic, yeah. and I yeah. you know he cares about the people and again, around I him. I think I think Duncan Idaho is a great character. Uh, he's he is. I yes. mean, frankly, he's to make a a rough comparison, but he's like the Han Solo of of Dune, right? Sure. Uh, he's the fun one. Um, and but I I think what I I will say this as this goes on, I think he Paul becomes even less human. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where this goes. Like he's not there's something that happens and he's like, well, you know, shit are going off the pot and he kind of makes a decision <laughs> and it's it it doesn't he's not a person I relate to even in one reading it like he's it's he's not he's not human. Yeah. He's not. Well, again, though, which mind. is kind of I mean, OK, so one, I think that's. And we're ju- I'm jumping over here, so s- stick with me. But like, I think that's kind of a bigger failing of the Matrix sequels, right? Like, I, this is just like we're just watching this fucking god character just run around and do things. Um, and if Paul's not exactly likable or somebody I can care about too much in the first one, and it's only going to get worse in the second one, meaning like he just becomes less, you know, personable and just more you know, messianic. Like, I think that's going to be an issue considering he is the core character and the one that we'll, we're following. Well, in the, you know, in, in I disagree with that. And that's why Dune is special. Like, I think as a whole, what you're seeing is somebody becoming a messiah, right? And having to fill that role as a leader, not being a leader ever, not wanting the leadership role. And that's the most fascinating part about Paul. So what his dad is say. that he's it's 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 the part that is I will like him more in the second part because he's becoming what he should become. He's character arcs. Correctly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not a question of relation at that point, whereas there are many other characters in that book that I relate to. He becomes sort of a focal point of where the story is. But going. don't you agree, though, and that's that good. The main character is the one that you should be relating to on some level. Not necessarily. No, I feel like there are sometimes main characters that I don't relate to, like Alex DeLarge in A Clockwork Orange. He's a completely terrible human being that I could never really say I would want to be connected okay, so, to okay, at all. Maybe not relate, but like it's not because he's clearly a bad person, right? He's clearly a, you're not supposed to. That's like saying I relate to Michael. Well, Martin, well, I mean, like right? to go yeah. back to your to go back to your example, like Han Solo, like he's not the main character of that movie. Exactly. Right. He he's the more relatable character too. But Luke 100%. is still somebody that you know changes and sure. Is but Luke Luke is a blank slate. Like Luke, his the adventure is what forms Luke's character. Yeah. Han Solo was already a character before the adventure even began. Sure, yeah. He was the one you lot you lot you kind of glom onto the Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Now will, and like and the said. adventure does form Luke into a fun right. you know swashbuckling. 
And again, yeah, well, Forbes Luke into a dark weirdo that's kind of more into the and, dark you know, side. And, dark and, and, I'll, you know, and I'll be honest, I like fucking <laughs> angry jaded Luke more than I like fucking Jedi Return of the Jedi Luke. I I'll be perfectly honest. That's okay. my favorite version of Luke. I think that's a sure. cool version of Luke. Um, you know, you know, Empire Luke's great too. But you know, the point is, is like I I kind of like that jaded weirdo dude. Um. But that's Luke, right? Well, that's yeah, what we're, we're Paul's about... going to turn into, man. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the whole you know, point. I, and it's fun to watch him take control. I want to root for somebody, and there's nobody to root for so far, Chris. Nobody. I well, you feel... know a little too much, then you should, well, too. I, I wanna, I, yeah, yeah you've, been I, eating, you've been eating a little too many free samples. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I, you know, when I read that book without any context, I was like, oh, cool. Paul's taking over. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Fremen are fighting back. Fuck the Harkonnens. And then, you know, I did a little, yeah. I read some more I mean, and I was like, Paul, oh, Paul really oh, is. Oh. And again, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to get into <laughs> oh my it. But God. The core character <laughs> yeah. of Paul Atreides. From hero to Hitler, basically. Yeah, the core <laughs> character of Paul Atreides in the book is he's an example of the danger of heroes. The danger of having heroes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, exciting. Exactly. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, it is. It's that's why I like it. Um, There's going to be a bunch, a lot of people naming their kid Paul Atreides. Oh, we're going to be regretting it. It sounds like in a few years. <laughs> oh, no. Are you excited for that, Chris? Because right now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's bad. That's weird. Uh, you talking about space Hitler? Talking about <laughs> space Hitler? Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> that's that's what fucking happened with yeah. uh, what's her name in Game of Thrones? Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah, yep. we, yeah. Na- we named our we named our daughter the what was it Khaleesi, the Catalina yeah. Khaleesi, yeah. Khaleesi. Yeah. Khaleesi. Oh, she's fucking fantasy Hitler. Fuck. Six, six, six. <laughs> Shit. We really um, fucked this one. Yeah, because right now Paul is essentially supposed to be entering that that truly hero phase, right? He's yeah. he's got you know he's with a new squad. He, he takes the control. Reven- like the, the revenge quest is officially underway because he is like my job is to now ruin you know the people that killed my my family. Uh, yeah, today. and you know on, on top of that, you know, I will say there's a lovely moment, and this was just like fun for me in my theater experience. There's the scene. I can't remember the the character's name. Uh, she was the the emperor girl that was like a secretly a freeman the whole time. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the scene. Stilkar? No, no, no. Um, the, the the doctor that checks their oh. the suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lind, Lind. So anyway, kind, there's a kind, Doctor There's kind. a sequence where like you're gonna see the fucking riding of the sandworm, right? <laughs> yeah. She walks out. The hooks. She puts the thumper. The hooks are out, and Chris is like, oh yeah, oh fuck yeah. He's getting so excited. He's just pounding then, in the seat. Yeah, and then they fucking stab her, and you don't see it. And I looked at Chris, and I said, I'm glad that happened to you. Because like, like, you're like, oh, they're going to do it. But then Chris just starts smashing the fucking, the rest between your seats. Yeah. And he goes, I believe in childhood. Childhood. Yeah. <laughs> the theater opened up and ate you. How'd you, how'd you guess? Man, there was a whole news report on it. <laughs> um... Shut up. So there was. I, it was just a moment where I just watched Chris. Kind you, of you know, no, but here's oh. the thing: when, when when this when this series is done, when you go back and watch this, and you see Paul being like, where he's like, "Yield," and you're gonna be like, "Fucking wow, he's changed." 
<laughs> like you're gonna be yeah, like, oh, dude, dude, that's good. I got are. to see a whole fucking character just completely change in front of my eyes. So that's cool. Yeah, that's dude. cool because we know, like, that's the thing. When you watch something that you know is gonna be like a big epic series, like, it's exciting. It's exciting yeah. to have well, that, like, that moment. Because again, reading all that Dune stuff, right? Reading the Dune Wikipedia, like, really changed that whole tent sequence. Like, I was like, oh fuck, that's wild, you know. It's pretty That's crazy. wild. They were That's... under the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it out. That sand thing does. Okay. Thank God Duncan Idaho gave us that quick scene to show us those things. <laughs> it's a sand condenser. Yeah, I was like, okay. It's got, yeah. I was like, what? And then like 40 minutes later, like, oh, here it is. Chris, I'm going to hire you to be the Duncan Idaho voice for the Dune video game. Oh, right. See, that's pretty good. He's they got say, it. Wait, say my boy. My boy. Okay. All right. You know, it counts. It's good enough. Uh, so, Steve. Yeah, he's a great character in the book, too. You say that you got, finally got to see yourself, your evil version of you on the big screen? You know what? I'm not going to lie. He wasn't He wasn't as nasty as I thought he was going to be. <sighs> Chris. All right, Steve, I Devin said the same wanted thing. more rape. I want it like. <laughs> no, because yeah. like in the picture of like the Dune that... movie, the, the, the Lynch one. Like, yeah, dude, like, to make that comparison, and... to make the direct comparison. That Baron Harkonnen is way worse. Well, now that he's got like a little poison in him, maybe he's gonna. Get uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's I'm the reason why he had here. the funguses growing yeah. on his skin because right, he got poisoned. So, remember when uh, Two Towers came out and it starts yeah. with Gandalf fighting the Balrog? Oh and hell it yeah! It just starts with Baron Harkonnen showering under black slime and then raping <laughs> a, a, a tiny boy and like whatever the fuck like i'll be like oh this is this is what i wanted chris will I wanted <laughs> this chris will guy. stand up and yeah. start clapping and he's like just like herbert told it <laughs> <laughs> thanks frank herbert oh god oh. Uh, clapping at child rape i don't think i'm I'm gonna get to that point in my life. I don't think so. See, that's where your arc changed, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like, you know, give the fans what they want. (laughs) Well, I was, I I showed up. I, I, I actually, to to be serious though, I did walk in expecting a way slimier, grosser Baron. And well, we didn't get, we didn't get introduced to Fayed yet. Yes. So if that's a character, I guess so, he's so going to be in the Fayed, second one. Fayed is, if you do not remember, he's the character Sting played. Right. Uh, and who WCW is- legend Sting? Yep. Yes, of course. Uh, if you watch the David Lynch film, Sting shows up and hits Day of Paul with a chair. <laughs> Baseball bat. He's <laughs> standing in the rafters. Well, so what you find out is the still suits actually have NWO sprayed on them. Oh, fuck. So no wonder. He comes in and clears Okay, but that is that is Sting the musician. Yeah. So who's gonna play? Who's gonna play him? Who? What? Zach Efron? Sexy boy <laughs> Zach Efron. It's gotta be someone kind of weird, sexy. You know, Timothy Chalamet is already Paul's. weird, sexy. I know, but you gotta match that yeah, you, energy. You gotta match that energy. It's gotta uh, be weird, sexy, brutal. Tantric sex. Wait, I'm googling. <laughs> googling pretty boys. Who was that weird kid like, in? Um, in um oh fuck that movie where they all got powers and it was a found footage film oh um the guy who did a uh, fan four stick yeah no not the director the no, kid but, yeah yeah that, that was movie. in that uh, uh Dennis yeah, that movie. or something Dane DeHaan yes DeHaan? I think he'd make a good fade he, maybe he's not pretty enough 
He's not. Yeah, but he's kind of fade is like a monster, you know, a babe. That's what's important, uh, Chris. We're making mm -hmm. movies here, not books. Okay, (laughs) I need some sex factor. How do you spell it? Fade. F-E-Y-D. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Um, So here's, you know, uh, we'll give you I'll, I'll give you some some book background, Steve. So in the in the books. This isn't necessarily like a retcon or anything like that, but in the books, Fade is actually kind of, you know, again, we were talking about how like uh, you're manufacturing bloodlines and things like that. Mm-hmm. Fade was the Benny Jesuit's uh, original. <laughs> he was the, it, it will be, uh, he was the original choice. So he was supposed to mate with uh the atreides daughter that they never got and that was supposed to be the uh kawizwat or whatever the fuck kizwat heridash that word um that is what the you know the original plan was because fade's a big old babe also big old creep and they say they're saying joker from gotham should play fade oh actually you know who would be a good fade um the guy who they just cast as adam warlock yeah uh, that, no hold on hold on you i'd him? actually go with bill skarsgård over that guys he's handsome right here it says it's tradition to cast musicians in the role that's what <laughs> no it's gonna be kanye so uh I don't know, Fat dude, Kanye. Have you seen Will Poulter like recently, where he's he's a little bulked up, dude? You're like, eh, that's a handsome. Fucking you know what? I think I would throw Steve out of a window if Ezra Miller was cast. Oh my, they're, they're, that would be the, this one guy saying it's going to be Harry Styles. <laughs> you know what? That's Why? that's at least matching the creep energy for sure. Let me see here because he's a musician. <laughs> At least Will Poulter's a redhead, you know? He's a ginger. Um, okay. He kind of looks like that dude from Stranger Things. Well, they all do, Chris. Jonathan? Oh. Jonathan Byers? No way, dude. No way. Throw him out. I think he does. That guy's gross. You know what? Make it Steve (laughs) Harrington. I love that guy. That guy's too old. Oh, that guy's good. Whatever. Yeah, you know. He'd be fine. Fade. 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 Two. Fade. I'd probably kick Devin to death. Also, I think I just spoiled myself on who Fade is. What do you mean? We said it. Saw his last name. Oh yeah, well, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. Not really. No. Okay. It's not like a twist where he's like, ah, my name's actually Fade Fort Conan. (laughs) No, no, Fort Conan. Yeah, no, that is not a spoiler at all. He's he's like the chosen one. He's the chosen son. He's like the 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 Farconans <laughs> don't show up until the third. Yeah, book. that's actually uh, Dune Heretics. They're all played by it's Eddie Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's all that spice? <laughs> spice is live. Spice is Put a little too much spice in my oh, food. Man, parts <laughs> are the ass killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, basically, if you want a real Dune movie with I don't know an ending, watch the Lynch version. Okay. All right, sounds like he's got uh, the answer, Chris. I'm sorry, uh, guys. Hey, hey, at least one has an ending. Oh, I, th- I, th- I think one has resolution. Little, I guess we're going a little too long on this. Can I get some yeah. MFKs on Dune the film? 
I want to marry this film. I'm going to buy a house for this movie. I want to treat it right. I'm going to have kids with it. Steve, what's yours? I'm going to marry this film. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I saw it and I was like, that was good. Uh, real talk, this might be it. my favorite movie of the year. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wish I could we'll say see. that, but a little film called Malignant came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Chris, it's like, ask yourself, ask yourself, is this better than Malignant? Because I asked, my, I was like, is this better than Free Guy? And the answer is no. What if I told you <laughs> that Paul's twin is on his oh, back? Shit, that's, oh! that's, fate. that's where fate is, dude. That's the thing. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> He's Just like gula. how there's a five percent chance these the dicks will fall out gula. of their butt. Don't tell him, Devin. Don't tell me. Uh, so my review is: uh, instead of delivering glorious sandworms, it just lies there like a slug. And it God damn it, Ernesto P. Whirl. I'm Emily Wheeler now. Oh, Emily Wheeler. Um, Bunch of sad sacks. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want the Devin Kopeck review. It's <laughs> my review. It's I wish I wish I felt like really confident in saying it's a Mary. I believe it is a Mary. Like I just it hasn't like it didn't drill into my chest the way it did for Chris. This felt like this it is this alive this inside stabbed of me. Chris in the chest and then somebody took the hammer and just like you know, nailed the stake in all the way through your body. That's what it yeah, felt I'm like. In, I, I've been destroyed by this yeah. film. I, th- I think I think that's the it. thing where it's like I, I watched the film and I'm like I really liked it and as it sat with me I started like like liking it like I was like thinking about it more and more and like kind of my enjoyment of it was like yeah you know what that was cool and like it reminded me of this and oh they must have got that that idea from this to this where I like I was like oh preacher had the voice oh fuck they probably got it from Dune and like just like stuff like that where I'm like thinking about like how Dune has influenced like our culture and hasn't ever been really touched upon in like a, a, a video media aside from the Lynch and the mini series, I, I guess come from a point of jealousy because this isn't a 40 K movie. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. so, so Devin, you were, you were, you read Lord of the Rings before the movies came out, right? No, I read the, Oh Hobbit. fuck. Read the Never mind. I'm going to tell I, you I guys, reading, um, I was reading the, uh, fellowship and uh, that Tom Bombadil shit just out uh, of hard stop. What, what like, about uh, Harry Potter? Did you read those? Before? I read all the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Okay, but like, uh, I think that's kind of what it is. Where it's like when you read those and then you actually got to see it come to life. Like, yeah, that's a huge that's part, huge. Steve. I, yeah. I I'll tell you what scene got me. I I it wasn't even in the theater, Steve. I my parents were watching it the night before, and I wandered upstairs like absentmindedly. And I just sat there and watched the spice loader machine get eaten by a worm. And I was like, oh, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> scene is fucking cool. I fucking love it. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to love this. And I got real that excited. That was like a Christmas morning moment where it's like you yeah. snuck up and you saw all the yeah. presents under the tree. I saw, I saw fucking Santa <laughs> Claus, man. Yeah. He opened the thing and he saw the technodrome he's been asking for for years. Oh Oh shit! Oh, oh, oh shit! They're doing it! They're doing it! I'm so excited! Yeah, that had me. It had me at hello. I'll say that. So, so, Devin, you're saying fuck? I'm just making. I'm sure. saying Mary, but I just because it just, it just is. It just like it's Mary, but you're you're fiddling with the ring on your finger until you see more. 
would you say? Uh, yeah. It, it, oh, it's, a Mary, it's a Mary tonight. ratio, maybe. It's a, oh, you're ratioing your marriage. All right. <laughs> ratioing my marriage. Sheesh. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I was just, it's just very cool. And, and again, you know, my brain was like, Oh fuck! Those are like astropaths. Guild navigators are astropaths. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah, like, pretty much about the golden, the, the golden time. throne, the god emperor. Oh, you know, it's it's there, right? It's yeah, always it there. And then I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Why does Chris get what he wants and I don't? Did you like, can't, it was, it was that's that. the thing. Dennis Villeneuve can't do Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, he can. I'll it's too him... pretty. No, you need like you need the malignant guy for Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted, but like he gets, he gets. You know what? I want them both, right? Let's Did you want James, James Wan, Wan to man? Jimmy James Wan. Dude, James, I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know what, Devin? James Wan would direct a mean for a 40K story about getting caught in the warp. Yeah, you know. And, and, okay. And that's that's the other thing, right? Um, not to turn it into that, but like 40K is more of a setting as opposed to like this is yeah, the exactly. There is a definitive story. Yes, but you know that that's a can of worms that we do not have to get into. Where Dune is kind of just like, well, this is the Dune story, and uh, you know, and obviously tons of world building and things like that. But so you could do a 40k in all sorts of different formats, but like to see something like that in scope that is like Dune, you know, it's it's not hard to make like you know the comparison. Well, it's gonna make you excited to be that they're now it's like it can be done, you know, like I that would I think what I, I would think, think so realistically, I think we're like 15, 20 years away. Beca- and okay. the reason for that is because like this we need the tech where like the dune tech is like standard, you know. This sure. isn't like the I, I I made some deals with some devils. This is a two hundred million dollar Yeah, movie. yeah. We need that tech to be yeah. like because dudes aren't big 40K enough. Forty K ain't getting a five hundred million dollar movie. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, this is the stuff where like this would have been so expensive years ago, but here it is. Here's the space marines are weird looking. It's, it's like hard to make that look not silly. And watch 90s CGI. You're like, yeah. Oh, you just needed to wait like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um that that shit. I don't is... know. Did you can see Hellraiser 2? I did see Hellraiser 2, Chris. <laughs> there was no CGI in that. Look Hellraiser great. 1 and Hellraiser 2 are weird, but I'm not gonna talk about Hellraiser right now. <laughs> that was weird. Their their Dune review Steve, turned into a Hellraiser. Like, did you like now. it more than Blade Runner 2049? <laughs> I think that still I might did. be my favorite I think I of did. his movies. Here's the thing. Okay. So as of right now, I think I do like Blade Runner as I think that's my favorite movie of his. Yeah. But this is the movie that's going to make his name the big thing. And I know by the so time he's nobody's done with this, I, I think it's going to be, I, I think I keep asking me that question each time we get a new Dune movie because sure. it, it, it'll Ooh. guaranteed probably change. That second one, man, is going to pop off. Like yeah, that's the thing. Man. That's the thing. Because it's like Lord of the Rings. It's like, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Dude, we're going to be. And then like two towers happened and there was like the fucking, what was it? The Battle of uh, Helm's, Helm's Deep. Deep. Oh, Helm's and I'm Deep. like, holy shit, you can do this in movies? Yeah. Hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Like, this is only going to get, it's only going to get him a bigger budget to make a bigger Dune movie now. I hope so. So. I think so. I think we're I think we're a lock for yeah. that. So I just expect I expect huge things because Dennis Villeneuve is a fucking talent that I like that he's, he's, like he's willing just to opening. Get in a he's really, just opening right now. Yeah, he's really getting. Yeah, he's really willing to like get in a 
like cool shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you like this guy wouldn't do a fucking Blade Runner remake, and he's like, I want to do a Blade Runner sequel so bad. And you're like, what? And he's like, I want to do a Dune movie. Just so yeah, fucking just wait bad. until just wait until he opens the back of his head. And a face comes out, and it's like we're making Warhammer movies oh, now. And wait, so that's <laughs> what? hold on, hold on. So, so Gabriel, we'll call him Gabriel. Gabriel, uh, he's the he's Dabriel. the one who decides that he's going to direct the 40k scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he's always just like we're always doing night shoots. And he's always got a big <laughs> cloak over himself. And I think he walks Gabriel Villeneuve. 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 Gabriel Villeneuve. Yeah, Gabriel yeah. Villeneuve. <laughs> he's just like, no, you got to do the action wins. scenes like this. And he just starts snapping at arms. <sighs> he threw a chair yeah, at a... someone on set. All right. That's my favorite movie of the year. <sighs> Fine. Got him, Steve. Right. So, um, Fine. Here's the thing, guys. Go see fucking Dune. Like, yeah, if dude. you sat and listened to this entire episode and our Dune review, You're spoiled. and you haven't seen Dune, Ooh. what are you doing? You, we, our podcast is longer <laughs> than Dune. <laughs> what are you dooning? <laughs> so join our Discord. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash anti-fanboy. And as always, stay scared. Happy Halloween. <laughs>